insurrection, obstruction, indictments, civilly liable for sexual abuse. The one man responsible for all that could be sitting in a prison cell on election day and still be elected commander-in-chief for these United States. That man is beholden to Putin, weakened NATO the last time around, and is currently tying himself to wealthy Saudi oil money. He enriched himself when government stated his properties. He campaigned on wanting to use government to go after his political rivals and wants to expand executive power. If Donald Trump is re-elected, our nation is lost. So let's roll up our sleeves, get to work, and tell the MAGA folks no more before it's too late. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. You can also join us in the chat over at liberaldanradio.com, which brings you to the YouTube channel. Uh, if you're in the Blog Talk Radio chat, just want to remind you to come over to either uh, the YouTube chat, or you can come join us in the Twitch uh, Twitch chat at twitch.tv slash liberaldanradio as well. Either way works. Uh, I'm not moderating three chats, or we're not going to be moderating three chats. We're just going to be dealing with two at the moment. Uh, dealing with three would just be overly ridiculous. Um, so you can leave your comments in either chat, and we'll, we'll get to them as soon as we see them, and if I'm not in the middle of I usually will go back and scroll back through the chats if I'm in the middle of a of a rant of some sort or what have you. So uh, I, I try not to miss the comments of my uh, of the uh, people who come and take time out of their busy day to join the show. I appreciate y'all. Um, yes, say hi. I have a cloak of invisibility that I just wave magically and I appear. Magic. Anywho, so. Shouts out to the Mod Squad, Aaron and Jolie, for their assistance every week. Aaron has just returned um, from a little bit of uh, under the weatherness, feeling ill. Um, glad she is back with us, though, back home. Uh, very happy she can feel free to shed more light if she feels I didn't feel it was my place to talk about anything beyond uh, that. So if she wants to share, uh, she's more than welcome to. But welcome back to the show. Uh, Jolie doing the heavy lifting on the mod duties, uh, which may be a little bit lighter since we have went ahead and hid uh, uh, Gibson. <laughs> since, you know, he couldn't behave himself, you know, after repeated requests or whatever. If you uh, help out the show, many different ways to help the show, and it's growing by the, by the year or by the month or what have you. You can uh, like the video. We have 12 viewers, 8 likes, so remember to smash that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button. Comment on videos, like videos, share videos, especially the videos that I'm making, the two, the two playlists, one, the case for Joe Biden, the case against Donald Trump, both of those playlists I'm going to be building on over the course of the 
rest of the year through November so that or into November, at least so that people can see why we need to be voting for Joe Biden and why we need to not uh, be why we need to be rejecting Donald Trump. So those will be have content being added to them, you know, frequently uh, at the start. I'm probably going to be doing every other week. But as we get closer, I'll be doing every week. Um, maybe even more. We'll see how what, what what we we'll see what happens when we get there. Um, so, uh, other ways to support the show, you can uh, Venmo Liberal Dan at Venmo. You can uh, buy me a cider either by going to liberaldan.com and clicking the buy me a cider button, uh, or you can uh, go to buymeacoffee.com/liberaldanradio. Either way gets you there. Uh, last month we became a partner on YouTube, so you can uh, you can join as a Liberal Dan Radio member, become a Liberal Danimal or higher membership as well that you could do super chats, super stickers, etc. You can buy other people memberships. Uh, and we set a goal of becoming a Twitch affiliate in a month. And because of y'all, and we did it. We, we finally hit it over the weekend. We got the Twitch affiliate status within a month. I am so excited and I'm so happy and grateful for everybody who helped out. Uh, by joining in on that on in the chats over there and by watching the streams and by following we hit the 53 we got up to 53 followers uh, by Saturday I got all the information in on Saturday and they approved me immediately automatically boom done so I am now a twitch affiliate so you can uh, you can also uh, subscribe over there you can gift subscriptions over there um, and the best thing you could do, if you have Amazon Prime, uh, you, it's hard to do on an on an iPhone. But if you have Amazon, because you can't do it on an iPhone, you have to do it on a browser if you're using an, an iPhone. But if you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to me on Twitch for free. It doesn't cost you anything. It makes me a little bit extra money. Uh, there are articles on how to do it. We can go over that if you want help. I, I'm, I can show you little bits and pieces on how it gets done and how you connect it. Um, it, it's, it's very, it's a very simple process. Uh, you, you do it, you have to do, go through one little Brigham roll once, and then you just have to re up it every month because for some reason it won't enable you to just renew that Amazon prime subscription every month. But that's another way you can support liberal Dan radio for free. If you have Amazon prime is you can subscribe to the Twitch channel. Um, and, um, and if, if you want. Here's the thing. If you want to, uh, the first 10 people that subscribe on Twitch get a fancy pants little first badge. So the first 10 people get a first badge if you want it. Um, I claimed one with my Nerdy Dan account. Donna just claimed one. Thank you, Donna. We got the nice little graphic right there. Appreciate you. Um, with Prime, she used her Prime membership. So that's awesome. And the graphic worked. So there you go. Um, so it's for free. So there you go. Uh, Jola used Prime and Aaron also subscribes as well. So there's right now six uh, of those first badges uh, left as well. So if you want to snag one of those, feel free to do so. Um, anyway, but once they're gone, they're gone. But Big hook, congrats on I tried before, but for some reason Twitch Canada won't let me try. I've tried before with how, but no way to get it done. Um, 
it's it's weird i guess i guess maybe there's different things with canada maybe it's just a u.s thing i don't know but you know i appreciate it donna thank you so much and um i set up all the little graphic the, the little little alert thing so that's the first time it happened so i'm, I'm thank you for for letting me see how that works because i didn't see how it works until then so yay <laughs> anyway so anyway um yeah, I guess Bicycle Mike, could you potentially use a VPN? I'm not quite sure how uh, how to set that up. I mean, I'm technical, but I'm usually more software, not hardware technical. I could probably figure it out if, if I put my mind to it, but I've never had to use one of those before to to try and mock, mock up the fact that I was in a different country. I was going to have to try and figure it out for a little bit because my wife wanted to watch some BBC shows and she wasn't able to, but I think we got it figured out a different way. So, <laughs> anywho, there is a lot of stuff to talk about today. It's been a very, very uh, big news weekend, big news, lots of stuff happening uh, since the end of the since the end of the uh, last show. Not necessarily stuff to make a whole show about. Um, it seems like the, they're going to be hearing arguments over. Um, I think uh, the Miffy Prestron case, I think, in March. Uh, so maybe we might go over some of the audio of that in March when that happens. Um, but we probably won't get a ruling on that until June, like we usually don't see rulings till June. Uh, so we'll, 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 we'll see that burned bridge when we get there. Um, I'm sorry to see that you're not feeling well, Bicycle Mike. Uh, hope you do feel better. Have some matzo ball soup or chicken soup or whatever if you can. Um, so one sad bit of news, uh, that we have, uh, dealt with of a lot of sparklers have had to deal with was the, uh, loss of a uh, friend of the show, uh, friend, uh, friend of Hal's, uh, lots of, lots of people knew and loved Ken Otto. Uh, he unfortunately passed away. Um, this is a picture with, I mean, that's kind of me right there, but this is a picture of me. Uh, from October of 2022, uh, my family went out to Florida. We went to the beach and we, by some random happenstance, we were able to, um, we were able to get, let me, let me put that up for a second. Let me move that forward. We were able to get, um, or we weren't able to get to the original hotel that we were going to stay at because of some storms. So we had to go down to Cocoa beach and, um, and so because we were down at Cocoa beach, I was able to hook up with Ken and we were able to have meet, meet and have lunch together. So it was, it was a good time to have, I was super happy to be able to eat, to be able to eat with him, to be able to have lunch, to be able to meet uh, one of the people who I've met via doing this show. And it, it was just, it was a nice lunch. It was a great time to hang out. We talked about how we both, you know, enjoyed going to see Journey several times in concerts. And, um, you know, it was, it was just a good time. And I was glad to have been able to get to meet him um, before he unfortunately passed away. Um, it, it was weird because a few months ago, there was, everyone thought that he was going to be passing away, like, very quickly, and he didn't. And it kind of lingered for a while. So there was a lot of mourning, I think, that a lot of people did back then. 
So when it happened, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily a total shock, but, you know, it's still sad and I'm, I'm sorry to see him go and, and everybody who knew and loved him. I, you know, I, I, you know, my, my thoughts go out to all of them. In, in, and of course I knew and cared for him as well and hoped, you know, hope he's in a better place, but you know, my thoughts go out to, Again, everybody who loves Ken and his family, his friends, his other friends, I guess, because I'm I'm glad. I, I know Andrea um, has said that uh, he was he was he was apparently very excited and very happy that he, he he was able to meet me, and I was I was just as happy to meet him. But you know, it was I'm I'm glad that that we got to do it, and um, you know, anybody else, I'm sure you know, just moments that you get to share with somebody that. You know, it, 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 it's a time that I will definitely treasure. And uh, this is a picture that I am glad that we got to uh, to take so I can remember him by. So uh, rest in peace, my good friend, Ken. So I am very sad to see you go, but I am uh, glad to have met you and to have known you. So I just did, wanted to give Ken a big shout out, uh, you know, always in my thoughts. Uh, there will be lots of, every time I see something about a space launch, I will always, uh, I will always think of Ken, uh, because of that. So, um, see, see, Phil, Ken was a good guy on the interaction a few times, but he was a sort of kind, decent person to make up the core of sparklers, Kim Chi, RFP, Kenneth. Um, it has been nice to see Ken's name all over friendly pages of YouTube all weekend. Nice tribute. Well done internet. Um, Yeah, and just, you know, and there, there was a lot of tears over the weekend, a lot of sadness, but, you know, there, there's a lot of joy, and he, he brought joy into people's lives, and there was some, you know, I just I just hope that his everybody, you know, who knew him and who loved him can find peace and, uh, and everything like that, so... Um, I didn't play. Usually, I, 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 I mean, I've written better eulogies. This is more kind of off the cuff, on the fly type things. This is, yeah, this is kind of more on the fly, off the cuff. So um, I, I've written better. I, I wrote, I remember, I wrote a, a eulogy for my grandfather when he passed away, and um, I basically made everybody in the room cry <laughs> because they, they were, they were. Uh, uh, everyone was in tears uh, because of not. I, I made everybody cry and I made everybody laugh at the same time, which is, you know, that's what I do. Uh, I can bring humor whilst um, uh, whilst making them whilst making them think good thoughts, I guess. So, anywho, so anyway, Ken, thank you, thank you for knowing me, thank you for meeting me. Pleasure to have known you. Uh, only the good die young. So yeah, I will die. Very old then, big hook. I'm going to die a very, I'll live to a very, very, very old age. <laughs> Anywho. Um, maybe start drinking some of that energy drinking now so I don't get tired like I did the last time. Uh, so what else? What else is going on um, news-wise? Um, so yeah, we, we again, the big announcement. Again, we made affiliate. Um, I am super pumped and psyched about that. I'm, I'm, I'm just, again, so happy and so thankful for all of y'all who helped make that happen. 
and I'll, I'll probably remind you all several times throughout the show. Um, a, first of all, we have 28 concurrent viewers and 18 likes. Smash that like button. B, uh, but yeah, there's there's now six first badges left on Twitch. So if you want your chance to get your Twitch first badge, I'm not telling everybody outside of this chat about the first badges yet. Uh, so I'm, I'm probably going to let people on my Facebook page know that they have an opportunity to grab a first badge if they want it. So, but I want y'all to get the opportunity to get the first badges first, uh, just because, you know, y'all, if y'all want something, I mean, if y'all want it, y'all can have it. Like, you know, I, I let Aaron and Jolie get it first, and then I gave it to y'all opportunities next, and then, you know, so on and so on and so forth. Anywho. So, next. Y'all hear, there was, there was a, a while... A while by wait, what did Jeff say? Did Jeff say something silly? The doctor that did my first next round, they actually admitted he botched it. Oh, geez, crazy. Um, let's see, Cynthia, I spent my time on the phone with Ken a couple of years ago. We joked that we would get married if we were both still single in five years. Oh, I'm sorry, Cynthia. He would have been very lucky to have to have to have been able to to marry you. Um. Off. Mark safe from having my big mouth cost me $83.3 million today. Winning. Exactly. We will definitely get to that in a second. Um, Bicycle Mike. You didn't, you didn't know? Uh, Gibby is silenced. He is muted. There, there, there will be... Uh, the only way that Gibson is going to actually be able to say something is he, he would have to create a new account. Um, because the, the Gibson Media account is, is currently silenced and on the channel so just saying uh he he started mocking um intersex slash trans folk with uh with kimchi i think the other day and it was just i just that it was just that was the line and i already had told him that he needed to behave he had left for a little bit and then he came back it was almost like he came back like in a different state I don't know. I don't know what state that was, but it was just lashing out, and I'm just like, we're done. I I, I thought I had been completely overly fair with him. I I I I've given him many chances, and it was just done. And I know you're pleased. I know you're tickled pink. Um, there are plenty of other conservatives that can come on that can have we can have good conversations with, like the you know the the our libertarian friend who comes on from time to time. I, I wish uh, um, Fowler's wrath, you miss Gibson. There are others will come along. Don't you worry. Um, just don't say the name three times. Maybe they'll come back a different way, like Beetlejuice. <laughs> anyway. Um, but a while back, I had... I... It, I'm calling this kind of a prediction. No, bicycle Mike, it's steep, you idiot. That's that's what it that's what the that's what the line is. Um, so the um, in trying like in, in trying to have discussions with some of these conservative type folks, in trying to uh, talk about how they disagree with our helping Ukraine 
with our helping, you know, you know, giving them supplies, giving them munitions, giving them hardware, enabling them to defend themselves against Putin, against Russia, against Putin's aggression, etc. Um, and and them worrying about World War Three. The the hypothetical hypothetical argument that I pose to them. was this. I asked these conservatives, I was like, look, you don't like that we're aiding Ukraine. You don't like that we're giving them munitions, equipment, etc. You don't like all of that and you think we're going to you know, lead to some world war. Well, what happens if Vladimir Putin one day decided that he didn't like the deal that Russia got when the United States acquired Alaska? What if he then decided that he was going to take the Alaskan area, he was going to take Alaska by force. He was going to take the Russian military and he was just going to take Alaska by force. What then? Would we just say, well, let's not take Alaska back because we don't want to start World War III? No. We would clearly push back. We would clearly fight Russia. We would clearly take our land back. And anybody who would suggest that we shouldn't take our land back from Russia's and, and fight against Putin's aggression and Russia's aggression would be a moron. And to say, and to just appease Russia and say, oh, well, let, let's just have them have Russia because they'll just stop there. Let's, just have, let's, let's let them have Alaska because they'll just stop there. You would be a fool. Because then they would just push more and more and more because that's what they do. Lo and behold, there's been some reporting that there's been discussions amongst the Russian ranks that they're thinking just that, that Russia is looking about all these previous Russian holdings that are no longer in Russian control and they want them back, which would include Alaska. Of course, it was brought up to, you know, I guess either in a State Department briefing or in a, in, in a, in a meeting with the press secretary or whatever. And, um, and they said, uh, and they're like, of course, Putin is not going to get Alaska back. Russia is not going to get Alaska back. That's not happening at all um, whatsoever. And of course, it's a ridiculous assertion that they would get Alaska back. But I feel like I kind of have to pat myself on the back there because I'm sitting there like, Putin could very well do this. He could very well want to claim that Alaska really belonged to Russia because it was a bad deal and then want to take it back. And now here we are hearing stories that Russia might want to take back previous territories, including Alaska. Now, there's some Snopes articles saying that while this did happen, there was no specific and explicit mention of, the, of Alaska in and of itself. But it's enough of a flex to, to suggest, okay, well, but Alaska was a former Russian-owned territory, and now it's not. And since Russia wants to look to get back former territories, that it's it's reasonable to assume that 
it could be on the table if Russia wanted to flex more might because, you know, Putin likes to flex his muscles. And what happens if Donald Trump gets back into office? Donald Trump and his MAGA-type supporters have argued that we shouldn't be poking the bear. We shouldn't be starting World War III. We shouldn't be, um, we, we shouldn't be helping Ukraine and whatever. So we should just appease Putin because that's what Trump does. He appeases Putin and other dictators who he admires. Well, you know, remember when conservatives used to, you know, not like appeasement? Remember when conservatives used to mock the idea of appeasement? Uh, remember, remember the appeasement strategy used to be one that conservatives mock? Well, now they seem to like appeasement. Now they seem to think they have no problem with appeasement whatsoever. And, you know, if Donald Trump gets back into office, Putin won't have to, again, use his military might to expand his reach because Trump will then work again more to weaken NATO more. He probably won't do anything to help Ukraine to defend itself, and uh, he'll just walk into Kiev, and then who knows? Trump might be like, Alaska's a bad deal. We should just give up Alaska because Putin's a good guy, and he won't come any further. Like, come on. If you don't believe it, well, I wouldn't believe many of the other things that Donald Trump has done either. So I don't know. What do you think? Agree, disagree? Leave your comments in the comment section below. Like and subscribe and have a good day. Of course, I was recording that for video, as you all know, as everybody who was three, um, everybody who watches the show knows that I'll sometimes record things so I can upload it later as a shorter video so I don't have to do editing later. Um, cause I like to be, uh, whatchamacallit, I like to be, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Efficient. It's efficient for me to do it that way. So <clears throat> let's see. So did you see the bill about Abbott's pushing the Chumusho papers to ride as a passenger? I didn't see that either. Ooh. Um, Abbott absolutely needs an attitude adjustment. Well, I mean, they're sitting there arguing about the Civil War. You know, these guys get upset about Taylor Swift. These guys can't handle Taylor Swift at an NFL game. Let alone, you think these guys would be able to they're, they're, have their feelings hurt about Taylor Swift? You think they're going to be able to handle a Civil War? No, not at all. Speaking of which... That's a good segue to this week's Hypocrite of the Week. This week's Hypocrites of the Week are anyone who was critical or blackballed Colin Kaepernick. The NFL for blackballing him for taking a knee and then flying a United States-shaped flag during the NFC Championship, which can't be kosher, and then all the ones who whined that they wouldn't watch football after he took a knee and who are now whining about Taylor Swift. Guess y'all didn't stop watching after all. To see who the Liberal Dane Radio Hypocrite of the Week is, tune in every Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central at liberaldaneradio.com and now at twitch.tv slash liberaldaneradio for more talk from the left. That's right. So there you go. Yeah, because I'm sitting there, I'm watching the game in San Francisco. 
and I'll see them have this big American flag over the field. But the American flag is not a standard American flag. It's an American flag shaped like the United States of America, at least the, the lower 48. And I'm like, how is this kosher? Is this, this, is not, this is not something, you're not supposed to have flags, but you're supposed to have just a rectangular flag. It's not supposed to be in odd shapes. It's not supposed to be as clothing. It's not supposed to be as any of this. But how, how is this a kosher thing to do? You're not following the, you're not respecting the flag by, by presenting it in a way that's not the way you're supposed to be presenting the flag, yet you're going to cry and bitch and moan and complain when Colin Kaepernick takes a knee, even though when Colin Kaepernick took the knee, he was doing so because he talked to a Marine who had a problem with him simply sitting. So, the, so he talked to a, to a Marine, I think it was, or some, so some service member who was like, look, if you want to do this protest during the National Anthem, the way to do it is to take a knee. Not sitting. Take the knee. So there's that. But then, of course, there's always the people that I'm not going to watch the NFL because of Colin Kaepernick. I'm not watching it ever again because of Colin Kaepernick. And he ruined it for me, yada, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden, I'm not going to watch the NFL because of Taylor Swift. Well, um seems like you, you lied the last time because you said you were going to stop watching the NFL because of Colin Kaepernick, but you're not. Hey, Donna. Donna just joined as a member over on, as a Danimal on YouTube as well. Thank you, Donna, for becoming a liberal Danimal. Appreciate you as well. Um, it was a SEAL. Yes, Kalahela. Thank you very much. It was a Navy SEAL. You are correct. Um, I was confusing my... Uh, service service member uh, affiliations, if that's the best way to put it. So yeah, not the bad calls from the, I mean, look, if we're going to stop watching because of bad calls from the refs, the Saints would have been stopped watching a while ago because of that blown call from the NFC championship game when they screwed us over uh, against the Rams. But, you know, that's, that's a whole other story. Um. Speaking of, of Taylor Swift, you also have trailer not-so-swift, i.e. Lauren Boebert. Uh, trailer not-so-swift. Thank you, Aaron, for gifting a, uh, for gifting a membership uh, uh, to uh, – I guess you gifted it to Andrea. So there you go. Thank you for that. That's a gifting. That's the gifting membership thing. Nice sound there. I don't know if that was that too loud. Did that scare everybody? I kind of was like, whoa, that was kind of loud. <laughs> I'm need to turn that down a smidge. Beep. Uh, anywho, but thank you, Aaron, for doing that. Appreciate you. Um, anyway, so trailer not so swift, i.e. Lauren Boebert. Uh, she decided, as we've covered a while back, that she was not going to be running uh, in the uh, in her current district in Colorado because she was afraid that she was going to lose. Uh, so she decided that she's going to run, I guess, in what, Colorado's fourth district now? She's in the third, and she's going to run Colorado's fourth district. Well, uh, they had a little debate that went on. 
uh, in, in that district. I think the first candidate forum for the Republicans, I guess, in that district. And uh, there was a question that was asked about who here has ever been arrested. And Bobo the Clown, trailer not so swift, had to raise her hand. And she, uh, and she got an applause from, I guess, some people in the room who were just, you know, woohoo, wear that as a uh, uh, badge of honor there, Bobo. Uh, white Trash Camelot still is alive and well over there in Colorado. She is working her damnedest to keep on her, uh, keep on, you, you can take the, you can take the woman out the trailer park, you can't take the trailer park out the woman. Wow. But there was a straw poll done after that forum, and Bobo the Clown finished fifth of the candidates. So it doesn't look like she's off to a very good start when it comes to her attempts to retain uh, her position in Congress. Um, And who knows what positions in Congress she enjoys. We have seen what positions she might enjoy while at the theater, but... You know, you know, she didn't necessarily take Alanis Morissette's uh, line too literally. She only used her hand. She didn't completely go down on someone in the theater. However, um, <laughs> anyway, the um, point being that I think if I'm if I'm correct, that Bobo the Clown needs one more term to have a, to have her salary for the rest of her life to be able to get her congressional pension so to speak to get her congressional salary whatever so if uh she doesn't win and she can't win guess what she doesn't get so that's a good reason to get her make sure that she gets defeated so that she doesn't get that congressional pension for the rest of her life so hopefully the republicans in that because that's apparently a very republican district so hopefully the republicans there can can do a good job and make sure that she doesn't get past get into the general election that she loses that primary hopefully uh she's made it made, made herself an embarrassment enough to say hey we don't want you anymore But, you know, these, of course, are MAGA folks we're talking about. And as I always like to bring up, uh, Donald Trump, after the Nevada primary in 2016, clearly said that he loves the poorly educated and the MAGA folks love to make sure that they prove to him that they are part of that group to make sure that he loves them every single day of the year. So maybe they might just go ahead and push her back up into Congress to just help prove that they are in fact in that number when the poorly educated go marching in. See, Fowler's rather Adam Frisch was the Democrat running against Bobert in her uh, former district. Just, so just wondering if he's now a shoe in the win. I don't know. I don't know if he, he's got the better name recognition potentially than any other potential Republican who might run against him. There might be a better, there might be somebody, well, you know, at least nationally. I don't know if there's anybody locally in, in uh, Colorado who might maybe be like in a, in a city council seat or in a, maybe a state Senate seat or a state house representative seat. 
that might have name recognition more locally that might be able to put up a better campaign. But it's very well possible that because he did so well against Boebert the last time and because she's tarnished the seat so much that with the general election coming around the corner, with Biden may be able to put enough votes out there to be like, look, hey, we're going to get the people out there. We're going to get this seat. We're going to flip this seat because we're tired of the Republicans. Because Donald Trump said it the, said it best, shockingly enough, that when it comes to the border issues, he's like, if you want to blame anybody, blame me. And we're like, okay, absolutely. We'll blame you because you're the one who's scuttling the deal. And then, well, he'll say, a bad, a no deal is better than a bad deal. Well, that just assumes that it's a bad deal. Just because you think it's a bad deal doesn't make it a bad deal. You make bad deals all the time. You are not the art of the deal guy. You are the art of the bad deal guy. So, <laughs> egg off. I wish someone would take me to the musical MTG. <laughs> I mean, MTG doesn't seem to have a problem finding people to, to mess around with, though. I mean, didn't she cuckold her husband several times? Again, I have no problem with consensual cuckoldry. If you want to do that with your husband and, and that's the kink you're into, and we could talk more about that if we ever get liberal day and after dark or whatever. Oh, Jackie, you're awesome. Thank you so much for gifting all those memberships. You're very cool. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that so much. You're so awesome, Jackie. Anyway, um, that's so sweet. But the um, but it seemed to me that she had no problem finding people who might enjoy. I mean, I mean, she. I guess she goes to the gym. She 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 may very well be buff and whatever. She's how buff can be on TV. Look at how buff. And she may very well, you know, get some of the gym guys who might enjoy the fact that she likes to cheat on her husband allegedly with with the people at the gym. So, hey, there you go. Let's see, Steve. Bober claimed after she left the third dish with the Hollywood money stopped, so either one, they'll still pump in money. The money will go to the fourth, three. It was all BS. Uh, it was probably all BS. Uh, they're probably still pumping money, um, and some of the money might still go to the fourth anyway. Just even if it's not going to go to a Democrat, it might st- – People may still go and be like, you know what? Look, we've had enough of Boba the Clown. We don't want Boba the Clown anymore. It's too much. She's she's been too much of an embarrassment. We don't want um, this hand-me-down congresswoman, so to speak, to ruin to to ruin what's going on. We don't need the drama. We have way too much drama with the grab by the hoo-ha guy. We don't need any more drama by the grab him by the schlong guy, girl, woman, whatever. So. Yes, you are green now. I love seeing all the green. It is so awesome to see all the green. The green is awesome. <laughs> Agoff, Lauren Bobert is not afraid to get her hands dirty. She has a hands-on approach to government and musicals. <laughs> 
say how what was awesome is she was on night vision cam. Yeah, that was great. She was like, I didn't do anything bad. And then like, here's the camera footage. The, the camera footage shows you that that was a lie. She should have. I mean, it's just a perfect segment for Mari Povich. Clearly. <clears throat> Dwight loves movies. Did they put Trump in jail yet? Unfortunately, no. Um, but maybe we'll get there. I don't know. The thing is, is that there's probably this whole Trump, all these Trump trials just go to show that there are, there's still two systems of justice in this country. Because if, if you or me did anything close to what, if we did half of what Donald Trump has done on the stand, in the courtroom, outside the courtroom, etc., we'd have been found in contempt of court. They'd have thrown us into jail for contempt of court. We'd have to post bond. We'd have to do all to get out of jail for the contempt of. We'd have we'd have been punished six ways since Sunday. And the only reason I think that they have not tossed Trump in jail for contempt of court is because they are worried about how it might look like because he's running for president, which is why he announced his candidacy for president so early because he knew that he was going to get special treatment while running for president. And of course, then he also gets to say, well, they're coming after me because I'm running for president. Well, no, we're coming after you because you've committed allegedly 91 crimes and you've, you know, slandered, libeled, smeared, defamed, and otherwise uh, besmirched people in a way that has caused you to lose not just $5 million, but now $83.3 million in additional funds. Because, you know, holy crap, how can you be so stupid? That's the thing. Donald Trump, again, he said he loves the poorly educated, so he loves people who are stupid. But guess what? He needs to set the example. He needs to show them just how to be. This is how you act stupid so you can have my love. If you want me to love you, this is how you act. You, you give it, when, you, when you're given a picture of a woman who, who <clears throat> in the middle of a deposition, instead of saying, I don't recognize her, say she looks like your ex-wife, even though there's no reason for them to show you a picture of your ex-wife. Um. Yeah, I can't pull her name, damn it. The role, the role in the Hay Girl from Young Frankenstein could pull a Bobert. <laughs> from Young Frankenstein, you mean? Frau Brucher? <laughs> Is that what you mean, Frau Brucher? <laughs> Sorry. Um, hey, Marie, good to see you. Thank you for joining. Um, and if everybody else who I have missed who's joined... Lace from Florida, uh, good to see you as well. So, yeah, I don't think I said hello, hello to Tim. I, I might have said hello to Kim. 50, Nick Rich, hey, how's it going, Nick? I don't know if I said hi to Nick yet. Um, I did respond to Kellahel, and I think I said hi to Kellahel yet. Uh, Phil Stone, the Rook one, Wayne, WTF Dad Shoes, Sinful Solutions, Kelly Anderson, Justin, Suzanne, Janelle. Kim H, Trojan Horse Technology, all the people watching. There are 36 viewers and 29 likes, so there's seven people who haven't liked this channel yet. Make sure to smash that like button and then smash the patriarchy. Um, and thank you again for all the people who are still viewing on Twitch as well. 
appreciate y'all, Andrea, uh, and the mod squad. I think and me. I think that might be the four. And Donna, maybe if Donna's still over there too. You can dual watch. It's cool. Um, Bill, hey Bill, what's going on? Good to see you. So anyway, what else we got going on? But yeah, we got the Trump. And then there's another. If I were to bring up the fact that there was a billionaire in trouble for, or which billionaire in this picture is in trouble for sex crimes or for alleged sex crimes, could you guess which one? The answer would be both of them. You have Donald Trump and you have Vince McMahon, former, or I guess, I guess he's still the owner because he still has the shares of the WWE, although TKO Sports, I think, now kind of owns some with a partnership. I don't know exactly what the corporate structured deal is with TKO Sports and with uh, the World Wrestling Entertainment. But the fact that we elected the guy who shaved Vince McMahon's head on live TV or maybe at a pay-per-view, I don't know, is still just... I mean, there's so many other things that shocked me about the election of Donald Trump to president to the presidency, but it's just a major embarrassment that the person who was our 45th president is somebody who shaved Vince McMahon's head on live TV and also took a stunner. I mean, it was interesting in 2008 when uh, you wrestling was so was getting so mainstream that at the time you had the three major candidates at the time you had uh, John McCain, Hillary Clinton, and Barack Obama all went on like Monday Night Raw at the time, and they all like gave a campaign speech to the wrestling fans, and that was like. Wow, that 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 just goes to show you how much wrestling has gotten, has pervaded, has gone into uh, the the culture as a whole, and it's not just like a subset of the culture that the it, it's gone mainstream. Um, and the funny thing is, is that you know I've I've been an on again off again wrestling fan. I've, I've watched. I was I was I was gonna not watch WWE unless they did something, unless something happened, and it happened. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but I'm, the first time I ever heard Barack Obama speaking, I wasn't looking at the television. I was I was doing I think some college homework, um, sitting in bed doing some college homework, and out of my left ear I start hearing somebody talking politics, and it sounded like The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And I'm so. Why is The Rock talking politics? And I looked over, and I'm like, Oh, that's not The Rock. That's 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 Barack Obama. And I was like, Well, that would be kind of funny if he ever like got on wrestling and like said like did the whole because The Rock does this thing where it's like if you smell what The Rock is cooking in, but he really like says like if you smell. La, la, la. Well, anyway, so they, they're all giving their little spiels on Monday Night Raw and. 
John McCain does his thing and it's all cheesy and corny and Hillary Clinton does the thing and it's cheesy and corny and Obama does his thing as this cheesy and corny and at the but at the end he goes if you smell what Barack is cooking and I was like bruh you could have won over almost every wrestling fan right then and there if you would have just sold it like The Rock, if you would have taken the mic and just done the whole thing and lifted your head back and just did and just went full out with it, you could have just, you would have, I mean, he won anyway, but you would have won over every wrestling fan if you just went and sold it right there. But I mean, I guess he didn't need to because he won, but I would have been hella impressed if he would have done that. Anywho, rolling forward to today's news with, you know, these two idiots you have the one on top who is an idiot because you know he had the opportunity to again in a deposition say that it was just locker room talk that he really wasn't serious about grabbing people by the hoo-ha but then he said no that's what i do that's what people do rich people get to do that so dumbass and then he also after saying that he wasn't attracted to eugene carroll now he goes oh, that's Marla when showed a picture of Eugene Carroll. And I'm like, well, dumbass, you've now just admitted that you found the woman that you assaulted attractive. Not that sexual assault requires attraction because it's not, many times it's not about attraction, it's about power. But still, if, if, if you saw somebody that you saw that was attractive and you moved in on her like a you-know-what, Clearly, you felt entitled to her because you're rich and wealthy and powerful and felt that you needed to have her and because you were attracted to her because she looked like your ex-wife. Ridiculous. But um, then you have Vince McMahon, who has been accused of sex trafficking. And co-founder of World Wrestling Entertainment stepped down from its parent company's board of directors one day after being accused of sex trafficking. Vincent Manhattan resigned as executive chairman of the board and I'm getting pop-ups from USA. I'm trying to find a freaking thing without a paywall. Um, Vince McMahon has resigned as executive chairman and board member of TKO Group Holdings, parent company of WWE, after a former employee accused him of sex trafficking and sexual misconduct. McMahon announced he is stepping down one day after uh, Janelle Grant, a former employee at WWE headquarters, filed a lawsuit against McMahon, WWE, and the company's former head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis. According to court documents, McMahon allegedly pushed Grant into a physical relationship in return for long-promised employment at WWE, which involved a, a forced sexual relationship, showing her private photos and videos, as well as coercing her into having relations with other staffers, including Laurinaitis. McMahon also subjected Grant to acts of extreme cruelty and degradation that caused Grant to disassociate or become numb to reality in order to survive the horrific encounters. The lawsuit states, I intend to vigorously defend myself against these accusations, blah, 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 clear my name, blah, blah, blah. McMahon said to USA Today, however, out of respect to the WWE Universe and extraordinary TKO business and its board members and shareholders, partners, and constituents, blah, 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 I am stepping down effective immediately. 
Um, of course, this happens in the WWE. Uh, someone, if someone else did it in the WWE, this man would have come up and been like, "You're fired," like that. But you know, lawsuit states in January 2022, McMahon said his wife Linda McMahon found out about the relationship and. Uh, he wanted to ensure that Grant remained silent about his personal misconduct in order to preserve his controlling interest in WWE. He advised Grant to sign a non-disclosure agreement and would pay her for it. The two sides agreed for $3 million for the NDA, but after he was signed, Grant said she only received $1 million and didn't receive the rest. The lawsuit asked for a ruling that the NDA is invalid under state and federal law because McMahon breached the agreement and also took part in sex trafficking. Lawsuit states that Grant will prove in trial that she will need lifelong treatment because of the pain and suffering. Um, I stand by my prior statement. Um, uh, he says McMahon, blah blah blah. Of course, he denies it. Um, why wouldn't he deny it? That's what he. That's what they do. So yeah. So Vince McMahon um, is alleged to have done all these, you know, horrible, horrible things, and of course. Uh, Liberal Dan Radio, we uh, believe the people who come forward with accusations until it is shown otherwise, because uh, to lie in court is a crime, and why would you um, believe that they're a criminal, right? Um, I believe that her story is much more likely than his story. There's actually a, a, there's actually a video um, that the WWE had where Vince McMahon is actually taking a lie detector test in the middle of the ring, um, with the lie detector test being conducted by a masked Hulk Hogan uh, under the persona of Mr. America. And uh, every time that Vince McMahon denied that he was a pervert, the lie detector test uh, said that you buzzed and said that he was wrong. And every single time that Vince McMahon said that he was a horrible person, the lie detector test said that he was yes. Of course, it was all scripted, but, you know, oftentimes the comedy is based in the truth. Um, so, yeah. So, according to Vice, Vince uh, <clears throat> McMahon lawsuit questions who knew what when. For most of his public career, uh, professional wrestling, Vince um, McMahon has stood accused of being a sexual predator. In 92, Rita Chatterton, former referee, which was then called the World Wrestling Federation, said McMahon had... Uh, Raped her in a limousine six years before. He denied it uh, She event before eventually dropping the suit. 30 years later, uh, New York State opened, uh, opened something. About this is just one of the claims made against McMahon. Uh, McMahon uh, had paid hush money in 1992 when he settled with one of several young men who said they'd been molested by WWF higher-up as teens. In 2005, uh, uh, WWE wrestler um, claimed McMahon for coerced into giving him acts and demoted her and declined to renew her contract um uh, she got a 7.5 million dollar settlement in 2018 um so yes Mr. man is somebody who has lots of accusations against him and you know how many accusations must one get until one starts believing that they're true i mean you believe you believe people who come forward and once you start it's it, it's 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 hard to then not believe the amount of people that come. Of course, you have people in the Donald Trump accusations who are like, well, why did it take so long to come forward? Well, I'm sorry. You know, somebody, people who deal with, you know, pain and suffering of sexual assaults aren't supposed to, aren't expected to act perfectly. You know, it, it takes a long time, a lot of time for people who are 
survivors of assaults or sex crimes or what have you to even be able to talk about it publicly. I've talked about what happened to me as a kid on this podcast within the last year. And I think the last time it happened to me when I was eight and now I'm what I'll be the, you know, 40, whatever, 48 or whatever. So like 40 years ago, so maybe like 38, 37 years ago was when it happened. And I'd never talked about it until very recently because I didn't know how to talk about it till very recently. I was ashamed to talk about it. I was afraid to talk about it till very recently because I was concerned about what people might think about me, about certain things that people assume about people who have been abused, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, I can fully understand why it might take somebody many, 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 many years to come forward and talk about things that cause them pain. So I'm not gonna sit here and judge anybody for taking a long time to come forward and talking about, I think it's ludicrous and absurd that our system, our legal system has statute of limitations when it comes to things like sexual assault. Those should go away. I think those should absolutely go away. If, if, if it takes you 20, 30 years to come forward, so be it. We should also work on creating a system where we don't have situations like, you know, where cops interview people who come forward. Like I knew somebody previously who came forward with an accusation against somebody uh, because she was assaulted and the police asked her questions like, did you enjoy it? Well, go F yourselves, cops, you know, go F yourselves big time because no, that's not the question you ask you dumb pieces of crap. For these reasons, while the details of the civil lawsuit against McMahon in federal court this week are shocking, they're not surprising. The suit accuses McMahon broadly of sex trafficking and assault, and specifically of grooming a vulnerable woman named Janelle Grant, uh, hiring her into a fake job at WWE in 2019, and doing things like gross things. We're just going to put it that way. Uh, You can read the Vice article if you want to read it. All right, I'm going to link the Vice article in the chats. In both the Twitch and the YouTube chats, that if you desire to read the things that I'm um, refusing to read, because uh, that's gross, um, you're more than welcome to do so. Oh wait, I put that in the emoji search. Not <laughs> dumb. Um, if you if you wanna if you wanna read it, if you don't wanna read it because it has gross things in it, you're avoid it. Um, but yeah, basically had her to sign a non an NDA. A person named in is. Is McMahon's co-defendant John Laurinaitis, a former wrestler, longtime executive. A man is accused of a trafficking grant to him. He's accused of sexually assaulting another person who is all but named as Brock Lesnar. Um, again, from what I've seen, I have not seen that he is named. Brock, Brock Lesnar, who is a former UFC champion, so he's a real fighter, and he's a former WWE champion. I have not seen that this suit actually specifies his name in print. So I don't, I don't know if he is actually the person being named, but there are a lot of people, a lot of sources who are assuming that the individual who is, who is I guess, not named is Brock Lesnar. So I'm just going to say that Vice is saying it's Brock Lesnar. I'm not saying it's Brock Lesnar. Vice 
is saying as Brock Lesnar. Um, but as Vice says, another person who is all but named as Brock Lesnar for, for whom McMahon is accused of strong arm and granted to making personalized sexual content. Um, Vega references are made to members of the television production tech team, executives and producers, as well as long-term WWE employee, referee, four other officers, others who attend meetings. Some of those people are not directly tied to claims, blah, 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 blah. A uh, person referred to as WWE corporate officer number one in the suit is said to have been a high-ranking employee and board member after McMahon broke off relations with Grant. The suit says he told her that this person would help her find another job. At one point, the suit says Grant introduced herself to this person who said they knew exactly who she was, although they would have no reason to know who a low-ranking worker was. The person referred to as WWE corporate officer number two in the suit is said to have been a high-ranking employee who initially interviewed Grant, who had never held a job before McMahon arranged one for her and to have told McMahon that there are rumors about his relationship with Grant, blah, blah, blah. A person referred to as corporate officer number three in the suit said to have been a board member upon information and belief. The suit reads WWE corporate officer number three knew of other instances of McMahon engaging in inappropriate sexual content. Another corporate officer number four is said to be a high-ranking employee working in legal affairs. Um, McMahon's personal assistants are also said in the suit to have been aware of the relationship, and so are people who are, exec- who are at executive committee meetings. Um, do, 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 TKO group, the conglomerate of which WWE's division does not immediately respond to requests for comment. Um, this is, of course, three days ago. More things have happened since then. Uh, but yeah, so yet another billionaire who believed he was entitled to do whatever it is he wanted to do. Because this is what billionaires, you know, you know, you know they often say that there's no such thing as an ethical billionaire. It's not just about ethically gaining your money. You have uh, the power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. These people feel that they have, they're entitled to everything that they want to do. He could have found prostitutes who would probably more than, who would have been more than willing to do any debaucherous thing that they wanted, that he, that he wanted them to do. They could have found any, I'm sure they could find any sex worker. And again, Liberal Den Radio is fully supportive of sex work. If you want to do sex work, perfect, fine by me. As long as everybody consents to it, fine by me. You could have found sex workers to do everything that you wanted them, that you wanted to have done in, you know, that are stated in these lawsuits. But that's not good enough for people like Apparently, Vince McMahon, as is stated in this lawsuit, if everything is said is true, you know, which I have no reason to disbelieve the individual coming forward in these making these claims, um, because these these people they they believe that they're entitled, and, and they they don't. It's not just a matter of getting off as a matter of sex. They get off on the power. They get off on the ability to to do these things and because they feel that they're untouchable. And it goes right back to Donald Trump. It goes right back to Donald Trump and him saying in that, in that was it inside edition or what access Hollywood interview or whatever it was, or the, or the video or the audio that was released where he says he can move in, in like a, huh, and grab him by the hoo-ha or whatever it is. He, 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 and he repeats it into deposition like a moron that 
rich, rich, wealthy people have just do it because they feel entitled, they're powerful, they feel like they, they feel like they deserve it because they're rich and powerful and that nobody can say no to them because they're rich and powerful and, and entitled. And they're going to do what they want to do and nobody is going to stop them. So, and, and if, if Donald Trump and Vince McMahon are buddy-buddy, like, you know, there was a whole storyline about them being foes. You know, there was a whole... There was a whole storyline apparently where Donald Trump was going to buy 50% of the WWE and then they had to stop the storyline because uh, Wall Street couldn't tell whether or not that was fiction or not. It's stupid. It's WWE. Of course it was fiction. But, you know, they were chummy, chummy, buddy, buddy. I think Trump named Linda McMahon to something because um, they're all conservative hacks or whatever. But, you know... Some of the things in that lawsuit, you know, are not just, I mean, clearly sexual assault and rape is gross, but I mean, there's, there's additional levels of demeaning and degradation in there. That's just, that just adds to the level of sickness that he has. Honestly, if I did not watched again, if he'd not stepped down. And it's possible that if it comes out that more people knew whatever and more people were involved, yeah, I might, I might stop watching it too because that's just all of this stuff that's going on is just, again, flat out gross. Apparently, there's a reason why, you know, his son, who used to be involved with the company, is no longer involved in the company anymore. And it's, it's probably because he tried to put a stop to it and he couldn't, so he walked away. Now... Does he does does that make him good because he walked away? Maybe he should have done something about it. I don't know. Maybe maybe he still should have done something about it, but um, I don't know. Maybe he tried to put a stop to it and couldn't. I don't know. I I don't know the whole story behind that, so I can't speak on the whole story about that. I'm sure more details about that are going to come forward. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's just another example of entitled, rich, white men forcing themselves on other people and feeling that they can get away with it. And you're going to have a bunch of people, probably in a, probably a large, like there's a, probably a set of all people who are going to be simps for Vince McMahon and a bunch of people who are simps for Donald Trump. And there's probably a large intersection of those two groups who are going to be like, well, I don't believe the accusation. Why is she coming forward now? She signed an NDA. She just wants the money. Well, again, sometimes people think, well, there's no, the system is so stacked against people who come forward with claims of sexual assault that maybe this woman felt that this is the best that she could do. So she was like, fine. I'll just sign an NDA, I'll take this money, and I'll deal with whatever pain comes afterwards. And then, of course, he's like, I'm not going to pay anything else. I'm going to just pay the million dollars and she can sue me for the rest. So basically, he pulled a Donald Trump. He made a deal. Like, Donald Trump does this. He makes a deal with somebody, like, to do work or whatever. He makes a deal with somebody, and then he reneges on the deal. And then he makes them sue him for the rest. Well, 
she was like, fine, I'm going to sue you, and I'm going to sue you for more than just this, and I'm going to, I'm going to say the NDA is invalid, and I'm going to come after you for even more. And I hope she nails him to the wall. Because anybody who does the things that are listed in this lawsuit, anything that does the things that are described in this article, anybody who does all of this stuff is flat out garbage. And I hope everything that he does, I hope he gets, I hope, I hope everything that he's done, I hope now he gets everything that, that, that he deserves and everything is coming to him. And anybody who backed him up, anybody who supported him, anybody who, like, I hope that all of those unnamed WWE executives that are listed there, I hope they all get theirs too. Because holy crap, they don't deserve to be unnamed people in the civil lawsuit. And they don't deserve to be unnamed people in the federal lawsuit. If there's a federal crime that took place, they don't deserve that either. They should be put out for everybody on display. And I don't, I don't care if it's it, – it, see, here's the thing. It's the difference between conservative-type people and – there are going to be people like – there may very well be people who are in that, who are in that list or who might be people because the WWE will, will – likes to take people who are like former wrestlers and elevate them into positions. Like you just saw in this article, I was talking about this guy, John Laurinaitis is somebody who was a wrestler for a long time. And then he moved up from wrestler into executive. And now he's like super high, high up in this company. So they promote from within a lot. And so you're going to have a lot of people who are in the WWE who were, were people who were stars who people are fans of back in the day. I don't care if you, if you used to be a fan of yours. If you if it turns out you're a piece of hot garbage, done. I'm no longer a fan. That's the difference between people who are liberals, leftists, liberals, leftists, progressives, etc., and the conservatives. Conservatives will rally the troops and support the people that they love. Like Donald Trump gets accused of sexual assault. Donald Trump gets accused of rape. Donald Trump gets accused of grabbing by the hoo-ha. They'll just rally around the troops. If there's some, Vince McMahon gets accused now of, of sexual assault, rape, sex trafficking, et cetera, they're not going to believe the claims. If John Laurinaitis, they're not going to believe it. If somebody else who is an unnamed executive gets called and it's somebody that they know and liked as a, as a childhood hero of theirs, Guess what? They're not gonna. They're gonna be like, well, well, they're. I, I don't believe it either. I don't believe it. It's all about the money, is what they're gonna say. And you know what? I'll be like, f you, f you, and f you. I don't care. I don't have to be your fan anymore. Because guess what? Just be you. You become trash, or you. You. I guess. I guess I shouldn't say you become trash because I guess if they're like that, they were always trash. If you were revealed as trash, I'm no longer going to support you or be a fan of you. It's as simple as that. It's just like the whole thing with Epstein's Island. Everyone's like, well, what if Bill Clinton was at Epstein's Island? Fine. Bury him under the prison. I'm not, I don't, I'm not beholden to Clinton. If it's, if it's shown that Bill Clinton was doing inappropriate things with underage people with Jeffrey Epstein, bury him under the prison. 
if he was doing things with Donald Trump, with, with Barry, if Joe Biden did, bury him under the prison. I don't care who these people are. That's the difference between people like myself and people like you in the chat and people who are the good people in the country and the people like the maggot idiots. We don't, we don't sit here and defend horrible people. When it's revealed that the people we thought we liked were terrible people, we say, goodbye. Too bad for you. You are a terrible person. We're, we're, we're sorry that we were duped by you. But later, it's just like, you know, someone tried on Twitter earlier today or yesterday or something was like, uh, well, tried to claim that people like were, were, were happy to give Anthony Weiner another chance. Like, who gave Anthony Weiner another chance? Everybody that I know of completely was like, You're gro Anthony Weiner is gross. It's good he's gone away. Good riddance. Bye. I don't want to deal with you anymore. I don't know anybody that has been like, oh, well, okay, Anthony Weiner deserves another chance. No, Anthony Weiner can go kick rocks for all I care because he did inappropriate things and he deserves to be yeeted. Bye. Later. Diane Russell, Bill Russell, Bill Clinton, Bill, Bill Russell, different person. Bill Clinton traveled to, on Epstein's plane to China and Saudi Arabia down to Epstein. Yeah, true. <clears throat> but again, and, I, and I've made the comment before, just because you were on his plane, it doesn't mean you were doing something bad. And, just, and that's one of the reasons why I was, why I'm against just blaming everybody who might have been on that plane. Because there might have been people who didn't know. Just because you were on the plane, it doesn't necessarily mean you knew that he was a, that Epstein was a piece of garbage. So that, that's one of the reasons why it's like guilt by association is a logical fallacy. Now, if you if you hang out with somebody enough, like I think Donald Trump, it's reasonable to say that if you hung with Epstein like Donald Trump did, I think Donald Trump, it's reasonable to suggest that Donald Trump did because Donald Trump admitted to walking into like what Miss Teen USA locker rooms on the on, on the Howard Stern show. He admitted to walking into those locker rooms while the women were half dressed, while the young women were half dressed. I mean, ew. So there's there's not much that I need to be told to make me think that it's reasonable to think that Donald Trump knew that Epstein was a was a horrible piece of garbage. But again, but my my point with the Bill Clinton thing though is that if it came out that Bill Clinton did something with kids on any of his planes or whatever, I don't. I, it doesn't matter to me that, that I liked him previously as a president. Vaya con Dios. Sayonara sucka. Whatever you want to say. I'm not beholden to those people. If you, if you give me absolute proof that Barack Obama did something terrible, yeet, as the kids might say. If you give me absolute proof that Joe Biden did something, you know, to... If, if there was absolute proof that he, you know, violated, um, what's her name? The same name as the actress. I'm blanking on her name. But yeet. yeet. Yeet him. Again, there's proof that, that there's, it's all, that the accusations are true. Get rid of them. I don't care. I don't care about 
politicians and keeping them, you know, and, and protecting them at all costs if, if they are shown to be horrible people. Donald Trump has been shown to be a horrible person and deserves to be yeeted from the presidency, from politics, etc. But they don't care. They will back, they will absolutely back their guy because they're deplorables, because Hillary Clinton was right. Half of the people, I, I, I would even say that she's probably, at this point, she wasn't right, because she said a half of all of Donald Trump supporters are deplorables. I think that was an underestimation of the amount of deplorables that support Donald Trump, at least now. Because if you're still supporting Donald Trump, oh, come on. And I know I've missed a lot of stuff in the in in the chat, so I'm gonna have to scroll back because that was um, that was a very long fat man rant for it not being a fat man rant. That was a very very long fat man rant. For it, for it not being labeled a fat. So Nick Rich, if you like fat man rants, there you go. Fat man rant. That was a very long fat man rant for you. Even if it, even if it didn't have the intro of fat man rants. Or, you know. Let's see. John McClure, uh, John Fugel saying, as always said, it won't be over until Giuliani and Trump go at each other at the beginning and end of the year. I can't wait for that. That would be awesome. Um... Big Hook, John Oliver did a piece on how big of a POS McMahon is. He's ruined many lives without compensation, no guarantees if injuries happen, medical compensation. There is that too. I mean, for the longest time, the WWE had no cares in the world because everybody was an independent contractor and they didn't care about healthcare or anything. So therefore, you had things like happening. You had things happening like, you know, Chris Benoit. And people might say, well, Chris Benoit, what happened with Chris Benoit is Chris Benoit's fault because Chris Benoit, um, you know, murdered his family for the most of his family, at least. Like, I think his, one of his sons is still alive. Um, but Chris Benoit, you know, had like suffered lots of brain trauma and stuff like that for all of the stuff that he did um, and also did lots of, you know, other probably um, painkillers and everything that steroids that might have roid raged him up. And there's... There's a if you're interested at all in um, any sort of like you know behind the scenes wrestling stuff, Vice, the channel Vice has the dark side of the ring, and there's some really really good episodes on just some of the bad stuff on the dark side of the ring, and one of them you know and some of them go into them a lot. You, should, you and, and it's really interesting. Um, so I mean, if you if you so there's I'm sure there's going to be a dark side of the ring on this, and I can't wait to see that because that's going to go into even more detail. And I mean, people, these people need to be exposed. All the people who do this need to absolutely be exposed for how terribly they treat people. And Vince McMahon has been exposed for how badly he treated people as a wrestling promoter, but now he's being exposed for how badly he's treated people just as a human being in general. Um, and so just shows you just how exactly like, uh, his boy, Donald Trump, he is, um, 
Let's see. Yeah, Phil Biff, Biff appointed Vince's wife to a government position. Yeah. Um, I think I said that. I don't know if we said that concurrently or not. Um, to Jeff Curry, I know wrestling is fake, but it still has a, a toll, take a toll on his body. Uh, my cousin Bill After wrote a book. Um, it's called Wrestling is Fixed. I didn't know it was broken. Um, and it, it's a good book. It's a good read. It talks about his, his history in the wrestling business. Um, but yeah, just because it's fixed, it doesn't necessarily, just because it's staged, just because the results are, are mostly predetermined. There are some matches where even though it's predetermined, the wrestlers screw up and they have to make somebody a champion because they screwed up the ending. And so you end up having somebody become champion who wasn't supposed to be. And those stories are kind of funny. Um, but yeah, if you botch a move, you're going to get hurt. And even moves, moves that aren't botched, you're going to get hurt. I mean, look at Mick Foley. Uh, he is somebody who has had a lot of injuries and like teeth going into his mouth or whatever. It's terrible. Um, but I mean, some, most of that's self-inflicted, but still, I mean, he put, they put their bodies on the line for stuff. And, and like, there was a, there was an episode of politically incorrect, um, with Bill Maher when he had on four wrestlers like Sting and um, Medusa. Um, I forget the, and uh, Roddy Roddy Piper. And I forget who the fourth person was, uh, but Roddy Roddy Piper like pulled down his pants to show like a bruise uh, that he had, that he got the other night. And he also was like, see this, my hand was broken and I wrestled with this. So just trying to show um that while it might be scripted, that these things are not fake, that they actually get injuries. And, and Vince McMahon, again, was like, this is your, this is your problem. You deal with it. And, and they've since, I think, become better about dealing with things like concussion protocols and, and dealing with substance abuse and stuff like that to make sure you know, that you don't have the issues that they used to deal with, but still... A lot of that doesn't fix the past wrongs that were done with a lot of the wrestlers that were that were done. I see Kimchi. I don't watch the sports that consistently cause brain damage. I don't understand why you do that to yourself. So one of the reasons uh, the principal of my older son's school um, has a degree in like neuroscience, and that's the reason why my son's high school doesn't have a football team. So when they have like homecoming, it's over a basketball. Team. It's it's a ba it's for a basketball game. They don't have a football team at his school. There's no football at my son's high school, Be specifically because of that. Because they don't, she doesn't, she knows what's done to football players, um, and does not want that to be done. Does not want that to be done to any of her students, I guess because it's a STEM one. Um, let's see, real Bill P. Judge orders Hunter Biden's gun case and charges unsealed. Not surprising. Um. Let's see, so let's keep scrolling down. So I don't agree with the wrestling fan comment as they are in belief of fiction being done right in front of them. I don't I don't necessarily think that a lot of wrestling fans actually believe in the stuff that are being done in front of them. I think a lot of the wrestling fans like enjoy it and get into it much like, you know, people, hey Wonder Mom. Thank you for subscribing. Appreciate you. 
appreciate the subscription. Um, so I don't, I don't think the amount of people in the stands that, um, that are watching it really believe a lot of it. I think they just allow themselves to get into it. Like if you've seen, there are, there are videos where you see the people watching like, um, cat, like, a Avengers Endgame. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Endgame, just close your ears for a second. I mean, it's, it's been a while, so you should have seen it if, you, if you're worried about spoilers. But when Captain America is the one that picks up Thor's hammer, th- picks up Mjolnir, and is actually one that catches it, and he's actually be able to do it, the fans start cheering because Captain America was able to finally pick up Mjolnir and, and beat Thanos' butt with it. So they're cheering for that. Now, do they think that that's real? No. But they were cheering for it because it was a part of the movie that they were hoping to see, and they, and it got them excited. Like even I, when I was seeing the movie, when as soon as the as soon as the as soon as Thor's hammer starts lifting, I'm like, it's Captain America doing it, and I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to ruin it for anybody else who might not have realized it at the time. And then it happens and everyone's like, but I mean, yeah, that doesn't mean I think it's real. It just means I'm, it just means it was an exciting and fun part of the movie. Like, it's just like when I'm sitting there while I was watching, um, what was that? Get out. I actually started talking. Don't go in there. Do not go in there. Don't, don't go in there. Like you get into the movie, like just, just like you get into the cheering or whatever. It's just like you, you, you know, I do prediction videos on, on what might happen at the wrestling outcomes. And it's more because like, I'm happy when I predicted two years in a row, the correct outcomes of the previous pay-per-view that just happened. I didn't predict this one, right. But I predicted the two ones prior and I was impressed with myself because I was able to predict who was going to win. Not necessarily because even though I think it was even better just because it was scripted and I was able to predict the script. I was able to, uh, to predict who they had written because I was paying attention to the cues of the writing team and know, okay, this is who's going to win because of this, that, the other. So I don't, I don't agree with with that necessarily, but there are plenty of wrestling fans who are still going to have Trump's back. What is that one? What is that heart one? I don't know what that one is. Oh, that's, oh, it's a follow. Okay. Thank you for the follow. <laughs> I wasn't sure what that one was. <laughs> that's the first follow one that we had, whatever. Uh, but anyway, that's that's my point on that one. I didn't, I didn't expect to talk about uh, wrestling this long. Um, Benny Loco, money makes disgusting people more disgusting. Yep. Wait, Rudy Giuliani targets Trump a new lawsuit? How did I miss this one? Rudy sues Trump. Let's bring that up. Let's see. Do, 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 do. We're still scrolling down to try and see. This NDA non-compete BS needs to stop. People rarely have the skills they can rely on to be properly compensated. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, Phil Stone, probably most victims of sexual assault never go public, and the people who question them nine ways to Sunday are showing exactly why a reasonable person might not. That is an exactly 100% accurate point. Um, let's see. 
pin message. I'm going to pin that message to the top, Phil, because that's accurate 100%. That is pinned for the moment because you are dead on accurate. Um, Nerdmisha, pretty gross and disturbing stuff in there. Yes. Um, many victims get re-victimized off of suicide. 10% of child abuse isn't reported. Kellahella, is that 12% of child abuse isn't reported or 12% child abuse is reported? Because 12% seems kind of low. Like, I would think that it would be 12% is reported because that's that would mean that 88% is reported and I wouldn't think that much is reported. Um, Do you feel so I have a daughter, daughter-in-law, female cousin, lots of nieces. I have absolutely no patience for these GOP creeps or any damn creeps. Same. Uh, they also believe in the Calvinist wealth doctrine. Uh, DeVos and her brother are monsters as well. Yes. Um, So you know what's gross? Uh, you throw your pants against the wall and they stick. You know what's grosser than that? They slide down. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's funny. Um, Suzanne, I love you guys so much. Uh, we love you too, Suzanne. The Inspector General's report about drugs in 45 administration is totally horrifying. I saw some of that too. Um <laughs> Yeah, Rudy Giuliani targets Donald Trump for unpaid legal fees. That's not going to get paid. Um, if anybody, if Rudy Giuliani believed that he was getting paid his legal fees, I have a bridge in Brooklyn I'd like to sell him to. Um, then again, he's not going to have any money to be able to pay off that bridge in Brooklyn because of the lawsuits from the uh, Georgia folks. Um, Cynthia, now that Gibson is gone, I can say I love you all. <laughs> Thank you, Cynthia. Gavin Newsom says we're going to have to cross-pollinate with the Republicans. Um, well, we're going to have to vote with them, at least. I don't know about cross-pollinating, but we're going to have to vote with them and work with them to make sure that Trump doesn't get elected. That's for darn sure. Especially if we have the people that, especially in states that matter, uh, when, when, when you have some of those people who insist on not, you know, voting for Biden because you know, you know, because they're like, I'll never vote for Biden ever in states that matter. And states that don't matter, again, I don't care. But in states that do matter, I care. So a successful businessman doesn't turn a $5 million fine into an $83.3 million fine. Exactly. Because he's too stupid, he doesn't know when to shut up. That's one of the reasons why he shouldn't be president, is because he doesn't know when to shut up. He doesn't, he, 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 he's unhinged. It's just like after when he, he won New Hampshire, but he spent the entire night truthing on, his, on Truth Social, angry that she wouldn't drop out. Because he can't handle it. He, he's so unhinged. You don't want that person having the nuclear button, the nuclear code. See, Robin M., who invented the NDA and was it always meant to cover up sleeves? Probably. Actually, it was probably first created to, uh, to cover up in, in intellectual property, and then it was probably manipulated into covering up sleeves. But who knows? That could be wrong.
Phil Stone, after Cardinal exiled Bishop Darcy to Indiana, wanting to stop protecting criminal priests, my uncle worked for him, and apparently priests just started disappearing. Trump's not accused. He's convicted of rape. Um, he was civilly found civilly liable of sexual abuse, is the correct way to put it. Um, there are other people who also have accused him of rape who haven't had successful civil or criminal trials against him as well. So that, that, that's kind of my point. But he wasn't convicted of rape criminally. That, I guess if you want to play the technical point. Um, Matt Rapes needs to go too. Yeah, what about Nestor? Poor, nobody hears about Nestor anymore. Did Nestor get too old for Matt Gates? That's what I want to know. Did Nestor just get too freaking old for Gates, for Pizza Gates? Let's see. Only two people running for president are on Epstein's client list and both happen to be QAnon heroes, RFK Jr. and Trump. That's the irony. Yep. Uh, let's see. It's not really... I'm not saying Bill Bill is innocent. Well, I'm sorry. I never had sex with that woman. I'm still scrolling through. I think what Al Franken did was forgivable. Al Franken was doing a comedy bit. That's the thing. Al Franken was doing a comedy bit and and frickin' Kristen Gillibrand went too far. Kristen Gillibrand also attacked Biden for his article that he wrote back in the 70s. Um, and Biden's article, like in the 70s or early 80s, talking about uh, single family, how you needed more money to come in for single family incomes or whatever. He was writing it in a gender nonspecific way. Like he was more, he was woke back then about single family income, like, and not talking about it that women have to be home. He was talking about it like just if if if, if a parent stays home, because he knew how that sometimes it's the guy that has to stay home and take care of the kids because he lost his wife, and for Kristen Gillibrand to act how she did was absolutely ridiculous and just. Ugh. Um, see, so the GOP is fracturing. Hope not quickly enough. According to Bicycle Mike, let's see, Jackie, I don't need to wrap myself with bubble wrap. Speaking of wrap, we'll get to wrap in a second. Um, the woman in the picture was Franken, was in on it. Yes, she was. It was all part of a bit, etc. All right, I think we've seen enough. Uh, Trump and Vince McMahon on the, on the screen. Um, we don't need to see Donald Trump shaving Vince McMahon's head anymore. Um, Kristen Gillibrand is also a UFO nut and wants full disclosure. Huh, interesting. I mean, if there is Area 51, I mean, maybe we should have full disclosure. Unless the alien overlords don't want us to know, then, you know, I'm sorry, alien overlords. But... So there was interesting like pop culture news. Uh, my wife was telling me about this one was that because uh, Justin Timberlake, I'll tell you why I'm talking about this in a second. Justin Timberlake recently came out with a song called Selfish. 
Um, and Britney Spears had a song that was called Selfish. So in order to make sure that Justin Timberlake's song didn't tar- top the charts, Britney Spears's fans went on to start downloading her version of Selfish to make sure that Britney Spears's version of Selfish was above Justin Timberlake's versions of Selfish. But you know who topped both of them? Frickin' Ben Shapiro. Frickin' Ben Shapiro topped the iTunes charts with his rap. Ben Shapiro, who said that he didn't believe rap was real music, has a song called Facts with Tom McDonald. Tom McDonald featuring Ben Shapiro. It's a song called Facts. And the song, I I, I listened to it. It's anything but. It's exactly what you would expect. And and part of part of the song is basically Ben Shapiro's like, hey, I'll download my music so you can get so I can get to number one on the chart. Like, so of course Ben Shapiro's fans went and did what Britney Spears's fans did and went and started listening to and I guess downloading his music or whatever so that Tom McDonald's fact song could be number one on on the charts. So now Ben Shapiro is rapping on a on a on a video and talking about all the his Ben Shapiro y stuff. Like, you know, I'm surprised he didn't mention a, a dry ass hoo ha uh because of Ben Shapiro's confusion as to why uh when he when he started reading uh the lyrics of WAP by uh uh Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. Um it just showed you that he had no soul rhythm or any sort of downness with hip hop or anything like that, but he starts mocking it. One of my favorite videos that I created for that was again, I think I might have brought this up last week last week before I even knew that Ben Shapiro was going to be dropping uh, dropping a deuce in the toilet. Uh, some people might say he dropped bars. I say he dropped a deuce, uh, which is, you know, was when, Matt, when, ben, when Ben Shapiro hears macaroni in a pot, he thinks of that I threw like dry macaroni in a pot and started scraping it around with a spoon because he was confused as to why uh, Cardi B would have such a wet ass hoo-ha. So <laughs> Shapiro, Elizabeth, Shapiro's testicles haven't dropped yet. Well, that's why he talks like this. He's part of the lollipop guild. We represent the lollipop guild, the lollipop guild, the lollipop guild. Anyway, so the um, and again, so I listen to. I, I don't know if I want to play the darn thing on the channel because I don't want to get another copyright violation. Um, but if you want to punish yourself a little bit, there's you could look up uh, the the song and you can see just how poor it is. I mean, he starts tar. I mean, one of the things that he other, other than saying, you know, hey, please download my song so I can top the charts, and you know, he he, he brings out one of the things about how you know you live in your parents' basement, and that's one of the biggest things that 
like conservatives love to, you look like you live in your parents' basement, which is probably projection for about a good three quarters of them. You know, they're, they're banging away from their keyboards from their parents' basements, trying to argue that the other people live in their parents' basements. Um, usually, especially when they're on TikTok, usually a bunch of people whose username is like user and then a bunch of numbers and not like a real username. But they love that thing. I guess that's where they get it from. It's it's from uh, Ben Shapiro. Maybe Ben Shapiro got it from them. Who knows? Maybe he's not, not even that um, creative, so to speak. But... I mean, I could probably sit here. I mean, I've written some good parodies in my life. I could probably sit here and I could probably write and produce and rap something better than Ben Shapiro could rap in like five minutes. Like I mean, Ben Shapiro, you're no hero, you're a zero. Like that's probably be- that right there is probably better than anything that Ben Shapiro just rapped in his song. And that was just off the cuff in two seconds. Like... I mean, I've I've done rap at karaoke. I'll do Ice Ice Baby and other things or whatever at karaoke. And I've had friends be like, well, I didn't know Dan could actually do that. Um, like, I've done uh, karaoke. I've done uh, David Diggs's parts for some of the Hamilton stuff. Like, um, like where he's like, I am the cabinet. I am completely done watching the grabbing of power and kissing and watching it. Is it going to listen to distance distance? Is it the difference? This is out like that sort of thing, like kind of really fast spitting bars, that sort of thing. You know, you know, Ben Shapiro is just sitting there like, I'm making money. I have more money than Nicki Minaj and I'm in the trash. And, you know, this is the whatever, whatever he says. I don't even know. What, what are the, what are the, I should look up the lyrics at least. Uh, ben Shapiro rap lyrics i should just look that up because i don't want well i don't have to while i don't have to um see pre-chorus chorus tom mcdonald verse two um here let, let me let me read ben shapiro's rap like ben shapiro would read rap lyrics shall we <laughs> Uh, let's look at stats. I've got the facts. My money like Lizzo. My pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a wop. Dog, it's like Yarmulke. Homie, no cap. Look at the graphs. Look at my charts. You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You're going to prison. I'm on television. Dogs, no one knows who you are. Keep hating on me on the internet. My comments section are woke Karens. And I make racks off compound interest. Y'all live with your parents. Nikki takes her notes. I did this for fun. All my people down list, download this. Let's get a billboard number one. Like, ridiculous. Like, first of all, he's fat shaming. Like, my money, like Lizzo, my pockets are fat. Like, that's gross. Um, homie, I'm epic. Don't be a wop. Ha ha. Uh, dog, it's a yarmulke. Homie, no cap. You know, yeah. I'm sure you, I'm sure you didn't know what actually no cap means. Um, if I don't understand why no cap means i'm not telling a lie but like i don't know why that's that means that but still i'm sure he doesn't understand what he was actually saying um you're going to prison i'm on television dogs no one knows who you are like you're blowing money on strippers and cars you're going to prison i'm on, I'm on television dogs no one knows who you are keep hitting me i'm on the internet my comment section are all well karen's and I make racks off compound interest. Y'all live with your parents. Like, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. What's it like? 
was it pre-chorus Tomic Doll? This ain't rap. This ain't money, cars, and clothes. We ain't selling drugs. We ain't gonna overdose. We ain't pushing guns and promoting stripper poles. We won't turn your sons into thugs or your daughters into hoes. I don't care if I offend you. I've, I was put here to upset you. You can cry and scream if you ride in the streets. You defunded police. Now there's no one to protect you. I hope I offend you. I asked myself, what would Ben do? He wouldn't pleasure his woman and he would lust after his sister. That's what Ben would do. Let's just keep it real. Facts don't care about how you feel. If you want my pronouns, I'm the man. I'm the man who don't respect you. Ooh, uh, uh, you're funny. So, yeah. That's that's the lyrics to uh, Tom McDonald's facts featuring Ben Shapiro. And uh, I guarantee you, like, I mean, he's he's Ben Shapiro's like all in a hoodie trying to look all hard with this tatted up braided hair, dude. Like, it's ridiculous. Vincent, WAP is racist against someone here, I'm sure. No, it's not W-O-P, it's W-A-P, wet-ass pussy, like from the song from Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. That's what he meant by WAP, W-A-P. Elizabeth, they went on a coke binge and put that together, probably. Um, You're probably not wrong. I can't believe the supposed of J6 choir is really J6 prisoners. I mean, I'm not. You know, they're ridiculous. See, I've not heard it, but Tennessee Brando read the lyrics, all hate and heartlessness, exactly. Um, if a chud is a magoo, that's TV2 Live. Hey, TV2, what's going on? Um, good to see you. Every chud accusation is a confession. Exactly. So Shapiro reminds me of a chipmunk on meth. That's very insulting to chipmunks, Chris. <laughs> Vincent Owens, I guess I'm not very hip. Neither is Ben Shapiro. Um, he must be, he might, he's not very hip, but he might've been hopped up on something while trying to make that rap up because, you know, it's terrible. And again, I guarantee you, he didn't know about half of what he was saying. He was just trying to sound cool to, with, with the, with the slang of the, uh, the slang of the youth, the vernacular of the youth, so to speak. But yeah, I guarantee you, I could sit there in 10 minutes and write a better rap song and perform it better than Ben Shapiro. That's for darn sure too. The only thing Ben is good at is the the gish of Gallup uh, memorialized answer for all conceivable questions. That's why he trolls liberals online because uh, that's how he does his, his gish Gallup prep. Yeah, I mean, he has you know he has his basic answers, and there's like one or two things that I might agree with with Ben Shapiro, and typically it has to do with the the people who jump the shark on Israel, but that's about it. And it's only the people that jump the shark on Israel that I, that I'll agree with with Ben Shapiro because everything else. He probably goes too far when it comes to like the Palestinians and, and Gaza, but um, Dan, are you ready for? I didn't know Vince well. He did some things. I wish him well, but I really didn't know him. I'm totally ready for that. I didn't know that Vince McMahon was such a horrible person. Although he probably got the grab him by the hoo ha by me. Um, 
Hey, hey, Teresa, what's going on? Good to see you. Uh, Vincent, I didn't know the slang. You might, have done, you might not have done the slang, but at least you didn't try and rank a rap song out of it. So, and at least you didn't like criticize rap as a genre and then try and make money off the genre. That's the thing. Like, he sits there, he berates rap, he criticizes rap, he talks badly about rap, he says all these horrible things about rap, and then he tries to use rap for his own self. That's typical colonialism, white people, white privilege, BS, to a T. To a big T. That's Ben Shapiro for you. Uh, Vincent Owens Nations cutting back on on helping the Palestinians. And I, I was going to talk about that a little bit today, maybe, but I want to I wanna wait till maybe Wednesday to talk about that one because I want to – I heard that a little bit like before the show started, but I want to do a little more research on that one. But the short, short version of that is supposedly some of the people that were – part of the UN organization meant to help people in the Palestinians also participated in the attacks on Israel on 10-7. And as such, Israel, Israel reported that, but there's also been no evidence presented by Israel proving that yet. That's why I don't want to run with it yet. So we're going we're gonna to see what facts come forward about that before we run with that story. Because I don't want to go running with that story and then have it be like, oh, Netanyahu's lying again. Because I don't trust Netanyahu as far as I can throw him. And, and liberal Dan, with your bad back, you shouldn't throw anybody. Um, but yeah, so, so I'm, I'm sure that there, 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 there's possibly some validity there. There's possibly some, some truth there when it comes to, you know... Did people who were working at that UN aid organization location also help the Hamas attack on 10-7? Maybe. But again, we want to wait and see and see if there's more facts that come forward first before we go into more full detail about it. Drop it and trip over it sounds like me. <laughs> what? I'm missing something, I think. So, anywho, show reset, Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that's right, Monday, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central, here at LiberalDanRadio.com, which is the link to the YouTube channel. We're also live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash LiberalDanRadio as well. Um, I just made affiliate on Twitch, if you've not seen yet, uh, so thanks to everybody who helped made that happen. Uh, for following, for watching along, for helping me get the views. Um, couldn't have done it without uh, the Mod Squad. Couldn't have done it without everybody else who jumped along the way. Some of my friends on Facebook, some of my nerdy friends uh, from some of the games that I play also jumped in and helped seal the deal on the on Saturday. I think it was Friday night or Saturday. I think it was Friday night. They're the ones who helped uh, get me over that hump. Um, but um, I had to use the uh, the highlight tag once, which I hate using, and I think that got some people to see it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I'm now monetized on both platforms, which is awesome, and I appreciate y'all from everybody for doing that. Um, the ways to support the channel 
If you've not liked the video, please make sure to like the, the stream um, on YouTube. Uh, if you're not subscribed on YouTube, it's free to do. Please subscribe to the channel. Um, on YouTube, make sure to uh, like videos, comment on videos, uh, share videos, especially the two. Uh, I have lots of, I mean, I have lots of playlists. I have Fat Man Rants. Um, I have the, the ones about the case for Joe Biden, the case against Donald Trump. Those are ones that I'm going to be adding to a lot over the course of this election. Make sure to share videos from those as they come out. Um, you know, get, get tracked up. That'll help get traction. Um, other ways you can help the show. Uh, if you've not followed on Twitch, you can follow on Twitch. Um, if you uh, want to help the show more financially, if you can't afford to, that's fine. Just do those, all those other non-financial things like liking, sharing, commenting, et cetera. That helps drive the algorithms up. Uh, you can buy me a cider. Go to liberalband.com. Click the buy me a cider button um, or just go to buymecoffee.com slash liberalbandradio. You can Venmo uh, at liberalband on Venmo or just scan the QR code. Uh, you can um, become a liberal danimal. Um, by, by joining on YouTube, and that will um, get you some early access um, on some of the videos. I've been dropping some of my videos and allowing the Danimals to see it early. Uh, I think I've promised it for the next level up, but at the moment, I'm, I'm also giving it to the Danimals as well, just to be nice. You can gift other people subscriptions. You can do Super Chats um, as well. Uh, super, you can buy the Super Stickers on YouTube. You can also become um, a subscriber on Twitch, uh, which is, I think, what, $5.99 is the lowest level. But if you have Amazon Prime, uh, you, can, you can hook up your Amazon Prime to your Prime Gaming account. Uh, to your, I mean, you could hook Twitch to your Prime Gaming account. It's very easy to do. Uh, just be on the same browser with both and connect one to the other. If you need help, I can go over with that with anybody who needs help doing it. Uh, you just can't do it on your iOS device because iPhones are stupid, and in that way at least. And you can actually you can actually subscribe on Twitch for me for free, and you can do that every month. You just have to resubscribe every month. So, um, and, or you can just subscribe normally as well, and you can also buy subscriptions for other pay for subscriptions for other people as well. So that's all the different ways you can help support the show. Um, and if you happen to get in early enough. I think there's four left, maybe. Um, you can, I don't think if you get a purchased subscription, it doesn't seem like purchased subscriptions get the first badge, but if you get, because that's what I'm looking at right now, because it looks like, um, looks like Aaron bought or paid for a, a subscription for Andrea. It doesn't look like Andrea has the first badge but it looks like purchase subscriptions or prime subscriptions do get the first badge. I think there are five first badges left on Amazon from or on Twitch. So if you want to get one of those first badges from on Twitch, you can go ahead and get that as well. And I'll be working on some of the special emotes or whatever and getting that as well. So that's all of the different ways that you can support uh, Liberal Band Radio. Um, do, 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 do. 
Lindsay J. Darkside, take our border back convoy to Texas is a MAGA live stream. Is what? I'm a troll him. Go ahead, you troll him. <laughs> I'm all about trolling the MAGAs. Um, one of the things, let's let's see if I can bring this up real quick. So, um, gaming. Let's let's bring this up. As this loads, do 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 do. It's taking a while to load. Good night, Elizabeth. Thank you for joining. Appreciate you coming around. Why is, can I not join, see that site? That's very weird. Amazon Prime. Amazon. Helps I spell things right. Amazon Prime Gaming. There we go. Maybe I needed to put the HTTPS on it. Okay. So let me switch to this real quick and I'll show people real quick. Go to the alternate view. All right. So as you can see, let's take the Venmo down thing for a second. Uh, there we go. This is the gaming.amazon.com slash home. Um, so if you go to gaming.amazon.com in the same browser that you're on uh, your Twitch uh, account with, um, you, you, you log in, you'll see your name here. Around here, you'll, 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 see like, you'll see the option to manage Twitch accounts or hook Twitch accounts in. So you'll click on that. For me, I'm hooked in with my nerdydan.com account for Twitch. And you'll be able to link the account there. And you'll be able to make that connection uh, to be able to connect Twitch and your your Prime account. And then once you do that, when you're logged into, um, if you go to twitch.tv slash liberal Dan radio at that point, um, we're going to mute because I don't need this to be playing doubly. Um, I can just mute the desktop audio as well. Um, let's see, I'd have to log in and do it, but you would hit the subscribe button, but in here, you would say, get a free monthly sub with prime gaming. You would, you would sign in with, you know, as your nerdy Dan, as, as your account or whatever. And you would then go ahead and get the free plan. Maybe click instead of clicking subscribe here, you would click the sign. You would do the button where it says there's like a little switch that says use your Prime Gaming account, and then you would do that. Um, since I already did it with my NerdyDan.com account, maybe when it's time for me to do it again next month, I'll do a tutorial with that as well. So. But I, I should have remembered to do that last time. But I think I wanted to make sure I got the <laughs> I got the first for myself because you know I wanted the first for myself. LOL. Um, let's see, big hook. I hate using Amazon, but there's no alternative because Bezos has killed competition. That is unfortunate. <laughs> Nick Rich badges. We don't need no stinking badges. <coughs> Blazing saddles. Treasure of the Sierra Madre. Uh, UHF. Um, all sorts of different movies use that line. I, I, of course, I think it's on UHF from Weird Al Yankovic. I think it's Badgers. We don't need no stinking Badgers. 
So, Big Hook, I'm surprised you don't use VPN. I wouldn't be online with that protection. It's not that expensive. It protects your anonymity. Um, actually, I think once I... I think I am going to have... I think I need to hook up. I did buy into one, so I think I do need to hook up into, into it. I need to hook that up. Like, I do have the option to do it, but I was just using Norton at the moment. I do have a McAfee thing set up, I think, where it's where I can... I have like 10 different licenses that I can use the VPN. So I probably will be at some point, but. Oh, we have somebody on hold. I think that's Khalil. So well, Khalil's been on hold for 15 minutes. So I think we've made Khalil wait too long. I need to turn the volume back on. So. Hello. What's going on, Khalil? I'm, I didn't, I was looking at something else. I didn't see you. How are you today? Pretty good. Um, I didn't get to go to the thing, but I'm hoping that I can set something up. Uh, where I can set up a protest, an, an event around my town, and I can um, invite the March for Our Lives group that's in Charlottesville because I don't know where they are. And I will either do something like petitions or march, marches or something like that. And I'm hoping that I can uh, get Moms, the, not Moms Demand Action, but March for Our Lives to come in Moms Demand Action. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping to transfer over there after the protest. Because um, right. March for Our Lives is lo- a lot more active than Moms Demand Action. Well, that's cool. I hope I hope you have success with that. How else have you been? What's been going on? What else has been going on with you? Uh, nothing much. Um, I'm saying I am. Um, I have uh, been doing drawings. What kind? Uh, one of it is a drawing of. Um, Firearms being rolled over by bulldozers and steamrollers. Mhm. And um, that's cool. Yep. Remember, if you ever if you ever set up like a a Patreon or a GoFundMe or something, or if you ever want to put the things up and uh, and show it off, you know, just that that offer still stands. I'll I'll be more than happy to help. uh, you know, get those things and show it off and or allow people, or if you, if you wanted to make like, a, if you made like an Etsy store or something where you wanted to sell those things, I'd be more than happy to share a link uh, once you get yeah. those made and once you get, if you want to sell those off or whatever, yeah. I'd be more than happy to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. No, I mean, you're, you're a regular caller and I like helping out my, 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 uh, you, you know, you you give good content to the show, and I like helping I like helping out the people that support me. So, I, I believe in paying it forward. So you uh, you uh, you're you're a good guy, and I want to want to want to help you out as much as you can. So much as I can. Thank you. So you're very welcome. So anything uh, anything big? Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to ask you how how could I go about setting up a an event in my town on. With um, March for Our Lives and Moms Demand Action, as far as getting them together, you'd probably have to just reach out to there if they have local chapters. You'd probably have to reach out to them and be like, "Hey, I want to, I want to organize this." And you'd probably have, I don't know, you'd probably have to reach out to the city and see what permitting you might have to do, depending on where it's going to be. Uh, you know, there's, there's all sorts of. I don't, I don't know the specific ins and outs of where you live and what would be required for that. But you know, I would, I would definitely reach out to the people to anybody who organized them and be like look this is the kind of thing i want to try and do um you know th- these are my ideas let's get together i'm sure it, they would be more than happy to to work with you on that if 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 it's something that you know they want to get involved with and i'm sure they will because i mean i think you're i think your idea is a great idea 
with your, um, yeah. you know, your, your guns to guns to guardrails is, is a great idea. And I hope it takes off. Yeah. Cause well, basically I have a hard time. They're like, they're really tough to this particular chapter of March for our lives is really tough to get involved to contact. Mm-hmm. So I will go to the city and I will, um, go to moms and action, but March for our lives, they're harder to contact because they don't have a direct phone number or address. See if they have like a Facebook page and see if you can message them that way. Because sometimes a lot of people will use the social media uh, for contacting or whatever. And see if see if see if they have something on Facebook or see if there's some other social media presence that you can contact them that way. And they might they might be able to if they don't if they don't if that's not their main form of contact, they might list the main form of contact that way. Or maybe they have a contact form, or maybe they have an email address that you might be able to reach out through there as well. So. Yeah, I'll try to do that. So. Yeah. Because I know, like, yeah. um, they have one for University of Virginia, mm-hmm. and that one, um, that one uh, is in Charlottesville. But um, basically, mm-hmm. uh, some things in, in this town are a little bit different. They do things a little bit different in this town. Because I've mm-hmm. noticed also in Charlottesville, when they close things down, they don't put up a sign lots of times in the town. Like, you could have a business being shut down or closed for the day, and what they do is they leave they leave it closed, but they don't put up a sign that says closed, which that's the pain right. in that. So I'm, gonna look, so I'm looking them up. I, I, have to, I have to interrupt for a second, because somebody in my chat said, typical liberals banning people. I'm going to say, typical conservatives not being polite, not following directions and not, not, and being inappropriate towards people, uh, and being rude towards people and being, you know, ignoring, ignoring the wishes of the host. That's what I'm, that's all I'm going to say about that, uh, to the individual who made the comments in, in the chat room on YouTube. So continue, please, Khalil. Yeah. Um, basically I, um, am hoping cause it's a Virginia chapter. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that they'll. I'll, I'm going to leave, leave a mark, um, a message. But um, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, I can get in contact with them and I can do a diff- bunch of different things. So um, yeah, I'm hoping that also people would. If I do a petition, you have a lot of people that are really good about, you know, compromise or either being consistent. And that's where our problem with. The, that's where the problem of the anti-gun control crowd lies with is the people that don't want to be consistent and it's just about their them having the weight or them having right. to have their favorite gun. Because I, I tell people right away that most of these people that oppose gun control are not doing it because they're afraid of it. And if they were afraid of it, they would, would not want it in a discriminatory way. And they would not be advocating for taking a, demilitarizing police without demilitarizing the civilians. Right? Well, look, if you, if, yeah. if you do have a petition and if you create a petition, you know, make sure to email it to me, uh, liberaldayandradio at gmail.com, and I'll be more than happy to, uh, you know, share that out as well, both on my Twitter channels, on, on Facebook, and here in the chats as well. So just make sure to, to get that to me as well, because I think it'd be, uh, I think it'd be a good thing. So, um, Anything else before we move on? Uh, I was on my bus. I was on my uh, trolley bus, and I was mm-hmm. getting getting. There were two people in suits getting on at the courthouse. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it was they get got off. They were getting on the bus near the courthouse, federal courthouse, and it was a man and a woman in suit. And mm-hmm. uh, it was dusk time, and um, they were just dressed up in suits and they had briefcases. And I was told that lawyers, lawyers, most of the time when someone's working that late, it's, they're not federal lawyers or federal police. Hmm. Oh, interesting. You know I don't know. No idea. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, well, you have a good uh, rest of your day, Khalil. And the, uh, let me know if you get that petition. Let me know if you get anything with those artwork. Let me know. And again, if you find out anything about anything pertaining to getting that thing together, as always, you know, let me know as well. And you have a good rest of your day. You too. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Khalil. Have Bye. a good one. Bye. All right, everyone. Can friend of the show, Khalil, calling in as usual. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, if you want to call in, 914-803-4131, 914-803-4131, um, unless you're, you know, somebody who can't listen to directions like, you know, our uh, friend GMOR, um, who who we explained repeatedly why you couldn't, you know, why, what we what we wanted you to make sure to not you not do, and you still insisted on doing it anyway, and you doubled down, and you tripled down, and you quadrupled down, and at the end of it, I was just like, nope, we're done. So... That's why, and I and I anticipated, I anticipated the creation of a new account to be able to come on, and I'm anticipating it happening again and again and again because you know that's what they do, because they can't just respect people's wishes. That's the thing. If you would just respect wishes and come on and act in a civil way, you could have been here, and we could have had a good, good conversations and debate the issues and as i said if people wanted to attack you while you were simply debating the issues then the mods would have handled those people but because you insisted on coming on and doing something else guess what you got the yeet um let's see yeah, I lost a few weeks ago. I did have issues with trying to load the streams on Google. I think I was able to run the videos on um, Opera. I think I, I was able to run the videos on Opera without a problem. Um, I think maybe the ad blocker might have been the issue. I don't know, but I didn't think I had an ad blocker running. So I, I might have to look into that some more. I'm not sure. So, you know. It, it was it was a little silly, but you know, come on, button, come on, button. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, where'd you get it? Seen it downloads? No, it was it was just it's uh I got it from Norton. So it was a see you know, Steve. I had I had to turn off AdBlock, but the speed up thing works fine. Oh, I'm, maybe you're talking to Steve, not to me. Nick Rich, it's eleven eleven. I used to always notice when it was eleven eleven. Jolie, yeet. There you go, Jolie, using the the parlance of the of the kiddos. Yeet, as it were. Nick Rich, I'm willing to call in, but I'd be using too many expletives. I'm pissed off at too much shit that's going down right now. I mean, some expletives are fine. Uh, just you know, Blog Talk Radio doesn't like you using too many simply because of the fact that they want you to, if you're going to have a lot, they want you to make the rating of your show a little, little, little higher. But then again, sometimes things that we play on the show doesn't go on blog talk radio. Um, like potentially 
one of the next things that we're going to do, because I think we covered everything, all of the topics that I wanted to talk about. We talked about being an affiliate, talked about Putin in Alaska, talked about Bobert raising her hand and bringing her top five. We talked about Selfish, talked about Ben Shapiro's dry-ass rap, uh, talked about Ken. We talked about Trump's 83.3 million. We talked about Vince McMahon and his uh, the allegations made against him and why he's a terrible person. So um, I haven't done one of these in a while. And it sounds like it's, it's a reasonable, reasonable thing to do at this point. Um, I found, I found one of these, what is it? The, the, for the coming to come, uh, the unraveling toxic masculinity, right? So I got, um, that's loud. Fortunately, I turned it off for y'all because I, I always want to make sure I turn it off. Okay, so we, we are going to start that video over. We're going to maximize it. We're going to see if we have a problem with YouTube now. We're going to see if this happens. Um, we're going to see if there's an issue with this video running or not. And um, we're going to do another reaction video for uh, unraveling toxic masculinity for um, probably the duration of the show because this video is about a half. I haven't watched the video. So it's possible this video sucks and we might only stick with it for five minutes and then we move on. But it's possible that this video is epic and has epic horribleness, it, at least is epic in its horribleness, and that's such you want to continue. And there's a reason why I think it might be epic in its horribleness, and you'll see why in a reason. Um, what's up, Alton? Gillespie, good to see you. Hey, hey, Putin. Putin's good to see you. Um, but again, before we go into that, just want to make sure that everybody who has joined on the video, video recently, just make sure to like and subscribe if you haven't done so already. Um, and also remember that we are now an affiliate on Twitch, twitch.tv slash liberal day and radio. If you want to get that first badge on Twitch, uh, there's limited time to do it. So make sure to get that done. If you want to get that done, you can do it with your Twitch, your prime account. If with your free subscription with prime, you get it that way. Or you can do it the, the old-fashioned way. Um, anywho. Um, but yeah. So this is, this is another one of those whatever videos. Uh, let's go ahead and put me in the middle again. Because I usually am less likely to block things. Why is my wife calling me? Hold on a second. We are going to... No, hold on. We're going to... Hello, I'm still doing my podcast. What's up? Yes. Sorry about that. Uh, our youngest son has um, has strep throat, and even though he has his tonsils out, he has strep throat, which is you know, I did that too when I was a kid, and so did my wife. So it's something that apparently we get. So um, my youngest, my youngest has strep throat, so she was just asking if we can give some pain medicine. I was like, yeah, we can. So, um, anywho, so let's go ahead and pull the Venmo back up. Let's make it all lower, I guess. So the the reason I wanted to do this one is because it's, again, it's one of these epic. It's probably going to be an epically horrible one. I guess let's just start recording. The reason I wanted to do one of these, a reaction to this particular one, is because not only is it the whatever podcast, 
but it's in whatever podcast with freaking Charlie Kirk. With freaking Charlie Kirk. I'm like, how is this? How could this not be something that I would want to respond to and react to? Because this is probably going to be chock full of horrificness that I can respond to. So considering we've already talked about the toxic masculinity of Vince McMahon and Donald Trump, um, why not throw in Charlie Kirk and whatever podcast talking about uh, trying to talk about feminism and what is a woman? Um, so this should be good. And by good, I mean horrible. So let's go on and play this and we'll uh, – I'm 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 a little concerned because it doesn't seem like it's it's scrolling be much beyond the first minute and 15 seconds, but we'll see we'll see how it goes and if it fails, then we'll try and open it in Opera and we'll do it again that way. So here we go. I do. I'm a feminist. Sorry, he wasn't talking to me. Oh, I I did show my hands. I I even you know beat him to it, but you know it looks like there's at least. Well, the other thing, they've made feminism into such a dirty word that these women are afraid to even say that they're feminists because they're afraid of what they're going to be called or how how Mr. Kirk or um, what you would call it from the whatever podcast is going to is going to put you know label them. There's there's nothing wrong with being a feminist, but they create this straw man of what feminism is and then attack the straw man. So they're afraid to be attacked, even though they have potentially have the numbers, although it's possible that from th these people over here may very well be on the side of the Charlie Kirks of the world, and the people over on this side of the table are probably against the Charlie Kirks of the world, just to, just to say, just saying. Um, let's continue. Oh, there's one on the right. I was wrong. I'll admit it. I was wrong. What does Charlie Kirk think of feminism? Oh boy, this ought to be a doozy. Feminism, the crazy idea that gender of gender equality, that the genders should be treated equally and under the law. Uh, he's all ears, but his eyes are very sunken in. Sounds good to me. Of course, he's going to attack it, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. Ah, here we go. So, yeah, this is going to be stupid. So let's try it under Opera, because I guess the ad blocker thing, you're right, the ad blocker thing is being dumb. I, I guess I have to look into that some more because for some reason, YouTube's being stupid. All right, so let's dump that. Open up Opera. Yes, I know, Chris. <laughs> All right, let's try it here.
we have to wait for the ads to finish here. There we go. Let's skip the ads. And we are waiting for... All right, here we go. We're back. That's interesting. I don't. What do you think about economic economic equality? Ooh, look at the fanciness that they're doing with that split screen. Wow. I'm just impressed that they're starting to do that split screen thing. That, that I haven't seen that for a while. That's ooh, look at how high tech whatever's being. That's the law, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's that it's applied as the law and people still discriminate and people still get around it. You know, that's why you had to have uh, the Lilly Ledbetter Fair Pay Act, because despite the fact that you had legislation that required people to be paid equally under the law like that, you had Lilly Ledbetter sue Goodyear Tire because it was determined that she was being paid a discriminatory wage and the activist conservative Supreme Court in Lily Ledbetter versus Goodyear Tire ruled that she sued too late because she was somehow supposed to be psychic to determine whether or not she was being paid a discriminatory wage because they started the clock ticking on the first payment of a discriminatory wage and not when she found out that she was being paid a discriminatory wage because Alito, who wrote the ruling, is a tool and a dumbass. But, you know, the fact that we have a law technically that says that doesn't mean that we're doing this in practice. And as such, we have to continue to fight to make sure that these ideas are enforced so that when so it's, it's disingenuous for Mr. Kirk to try and say, we already have laws that say we have laws that say a lot of things it doesn't necessarily mean that we follow them. Yeah, and that law passed in the 1970s wasn't followed by the Supreme Court. He, see, here's the thing. He's going to make the argument, and it's going to be like, well, because you've had – here's, here's the argument he's going to make, and, and it's going to be like, because you've had discrimination for so long, you're going to have men who are going to be making more money in certain fields because you've had discrimination for so long, and now women are catching up. So you're still going to have what it looks like a discriminatory wages, but still – so that's going to offset. So you can't look at that. You have to look at other other factors when you're comparing whether or not you really have discriminatory wages. It doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have discriminatory wages. So he's going to try and obfuscate the point by misleading the people into saying, this is the only thing we're going to be looking at. He's going to deny the other arguments in order for his arguments. And that's my prediction, at least. We'll see if that pans out. No, oh, Lord, here we go. What is a woman?
I'm a man without conviction. Sorry. Karma, 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 chameleon. You come and go. Sorry. Aha, I have a friend who has XY chromosomes but was labeled a female at birth because of the parts. So is this, so there are people who will say, because you have parts, you're a woman. But other people say it's chromosomes. So what if you have the parts of a woman but the, but a, but the chromosomes of a man? What are you then? So that's the exception. Well, trans people are the exception. There you go. So it's, again, another attempt to obfuscate the issue by trying to pare it down to second grade biology when science is much more complicated than that because Charlie Kirk can handle things beyond second grade biology. <laughs> Damn. The most important question in civilization, what is a woman? I think he's a little overstating that question. <clears throat> That's the most important question to trolls who want to derail conversations. How can we debate feminism when we can't define what a woman is? The person didn't give you a definition of feminism that didn't include the definition of feminism that they gave didn't say woman. The definition of feminism that they gave said all genders. It didn't say women. It said all genders. So he's now being disingenuous because he's trying to erect a straw man of a, of a definition of feminism that they did not give. So more disingenuous, disingenuousness from Charlie Kirk. Let's continue. Oh, no, cis is an offensive word. It's a scientific word, you dingbat. It's the opposite of trans. It's scientific. It's, it's hate speech to be scientific. I mean, I would argue that trans women are always were always women from the start. They might just realize that they were women um, because they might not have been able to realize how to how to deal with the emotions that they were feeling before they came to the realization that they were women. But trans women were born and they were always women. And then they realized, OK, these are the feelings that I were deal that I'm dealing with when it comes to my gender identity. And as such. Uh, the way to resolve them is, oh, this is, I am a woman and this, this is why my biology doesn't match up with the labels that were stuck on my birth certificate. But, you know, Mr. Kirk can't quite understand that. Uh, Chris in the chat, he's confusing it with this. That, that is probably part of the problem. They hear cis, like C-I-S, and they confuse it with sissy like the s-i-s-s-y they probably hear one and, and confuse it with the other and and they, they get upset about it but they also don't like being labeled like as like they don't like themselves being labeled as not trans because they don't like themselves being described in such a way because they don't like themselves having to be 
labeled as being not something else where don't label me, but you know, they label everybody else all the time, but whatever, whatever. No. Uh, of course, they're going to derail the entire conversation about feminism to the, what is a woman? And, and the, the people who just answered gave a very, especially this one right here, gave a very accurate definition of satisfactory definition of what a woman should be. Of course, Mr. Kirk didn't agree with it. And of course, he wasn't going to agree with it because it just went way over his head. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm every woman. Sorry. Really, I like her definition. I'll take her answer. Chris, like my daughter's t-shirt says, sounds like a you problem. Exactly. So if somebody with um, XX chromosomes happened to be born without a womb, would that mean that that person's not a woman? That doesn't make any sense, but, you know, hey, whatever. I didn't recognize Molly. Molly was from another video. That's okay. Molly is, is was from another. Now that he said the name, Molly was from another video. We've, respo- we, we've reacted to a Molly video before. Molly was on the other side of the screen the other time. Molly, Molly is, is an adult film star, if I'm recalling Molly correctly. Uh, that, that Molly was the one where they were talking about how Molly was, you know, ruined and they were being very racist as to why she was, quote, ruined. And uh, they were very deplorable when it came to poor Molly because, oh, my God, they were horrible with that. So, OK, I now remember who Molly was. And they were just completely abhorrent with 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 their descriptions as to what uh, what Molly has done in her act, in her porn acting career. Now that they said her name was Molly, I'm like, oh, that's that's who that is. She said put out. There are mental there is a mental issue where, you know, gender dysphoria is a mental is is a DSM condition. You don't have to have gender dysphoria to be trans, but there is gender dysphoria as a as a mental condition, but Again, this is just the level of disingenuousness that age isn't something, age is something that is something that happens over time. But scientifically speaking, if you, if, if you and I were to, relatively, relatively, relativistically speaking, if we were born in the same day, and then I went into space and traveled like at relativistic speeds really quickly and then came back, I would 
by the calendar, I would be the same age as you by the calendar, but as my clock click ticked slower than yours because I was traveling relativistically to you, at my clock ticked at a slower speed than yours did, I will have aged slower than you. So even though we have the same birth date, and even though technically I would be the same age as you, cr chronologically speaking, I would be younger than you because my, my body did not age as quickly as you because I moved at relativistic speed. So again, Mr. Kirk doesn't understand science. He has a second grade understanding of science where age is something that is, you know, fixed, whatever. No, no. Somebody can't just say, I can't just sit here today and say I'm 12. But scientifically speaking, there is a hypothetical situation where somebody born on the same day as me could like go into space and move. There's actually been scientific experiments done where people have gone into orbit and, and they've looked at their watches and, and, and they've moved faster than the people who are down here. And they compared the watches of, of the people who are in space versus the people there. And the watches then show different times because the clocks moved more slowly for them because they're moving faster in orbit. So they were moving more quickly than the people down here on Earth. So yes, time is a relativistic concept. It ticks differently for different people at different times. So again, Mr. Kirk doesn't understand science. Let's continue. Yeah, Tamara Chan's Kaiser helmets are tray chic. Yeah, and she'll just sit there and in most of these things just do nothing. I've seen examples where she actually will say things, but she'll just sit there and do nothing. I'm surprised we don't have the the blue-haired sex doll somewhere in the video. Maybe there was not enough room in this video for the blue-haired sex doll, which is I'm kind of disappointed about. But you know. Well, no, because that thirty-five-year-old has an issue. Has an issue of if that thirty-five-year-old has a has a mental where where the person actually has the mindset of a fourteen-year-old because that person hasn't developed past the mindset of a fourteen-year-old. That person still is. It's that person probably can't consent themselves to any sort of sexual activity. But no, that person should also not be able to legally have sex with anybody who's underage as well because again, that would be illegal. You know, again, it, it's gross that these people want to make these 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 comparisons. They, it's like they're almost wanting to justify sex with kids. They're going to argue, no, we're trying to do the opposite. But I'm sure there are people who are making this argument that don't want it, that, that are going to try and justify it the other way around, because they can't be have genuine conversations about this. They're always trying to make the absurd argument to try and distract from the point. And that's the problem here. That's why, that's why this is toxic masculinity, because they can't argue a point. Honestly, they can't argue a point just without going into these absurd amounts, without just being genuine. They, they, they refuse to be genuine because they have to come up with these absurd points. All right, we're going to skip the because there are there are studies that show that people who 
are trans women have brain chemistries that more match cis women than they do cis men. There are there there are there is more to biology. There's more to gender development than just your X and Y chromosomes. There's actually more than six known combinations of X and Y chromosomes. There's there's different levels of hormone levels that you can have. There's no set level of hormone levels that a guy can have and a girl can have, or somebody who's non-binary can have, or what have you. There's all sorts of different other things that can take place in human development that can affect you. Male and female are just a simple approximation based off of certain bodily functions. It doesn't necessarily, and even the Scientific American, uh, which is a respected scientific journal, has several articles that tells you that the science of two sexes is antiquated and it is not what we know now as truth when it comes to sex and gender, when it comes to biology. And they just don't want to admit it because they're stuck at the second grade level of sex and gender and biology. Nick Rich, sex education is an issue for maggots. Is anyone surprised? No, we're not. There, there is actually, what about intersex people, Mr. Kirk? Oh, he just said parts. He, he now flipped. He just changed from chromosomes to parts. And as I said earlier, I know somebody who was born with XY chromosomes, but the parts that are typically attributed to a female person. So what is it? Is it chromosomes or is it parts? What is that person in? That person wasn't intersex. That person just happened to have developed in a certain way that made that person have XY chromosomes and female. That person now is considered legally a trans man because that person had to go through certain procedures to eliminate their um, their breast tissue um, to turn themselves to have pecs. Uh, I forget what the name of the, the the GoFundMe that they had that he had was, um, but they they now have full on beard, facial hair. You would look at him, you would never think that this person uh, was ever considered uh, to be a woman. Uh, on their on their birth certificate, this person is a man. He is a dude. He's a handsome dude at that. You know, I know plenty of dudes that are, or plenty of people that are thirsty for him. Uh, you know, whatever. But he's still a dude. But also, there's there's less. I think there are less problems with conservatives when it comes to trans men than there are with trans women because they're much more threatened by trans women uh, because, oh no, here's the evil, evil man who's trying to dress up as a woman to hurt other women and kids. And they don't necessarily have the same views when it comes to trans men because, you know, they're ridiculous. But anyway, <laughs> Chris, you lost them with the word science. You're probably right. Oh no, Kinsey. Oh no, a new term. Conservatives being not liking new terms. That's why they don't like cis, because it's a new term. That's why they're conservatives. They conserve the old way of things. They don't like change. They don't like new things. Shocking, I know. Let's continue. But that's why the whole gender thing, the whole even sex thing, is it's like a, a 
splatter graph or whatever the word I'm looking for. It's like, you know, you have little dots. Like there's, there's what's a man and there's what's a woman. And like there's little points on the thing. And then everyone kind of falls in these little points on the graph based on how they develop. And then some people might be flat in the middle. And those people might be non-binary. Then you have people all over the place. And maybe you have people like all the way over here on the, or here, on where, I don't know where I've ever put men on the, on where I put the man dot. Maybe I put the man dot here. Then some over here, maybe you have the ultra, you know, high testosterone man. And maybe you, here you might have, you know, women with high testosterone, but not quite non-binary, but they're, they're, they might be, have, there might be women with higher testosterone levels. Maybe they're more athletic or whatever. Maybe here you have the higher estrogen level feminine people. Maybe here you might have more, effeminate men or whatever, but maybe up here you might have somebody who might be gender non-conforming or whatever, but it falls all over the place because what you're calling different personalities is a product of not just their brain chemistry, but their development as they, as they developed in the womb and their, as how they developed as a person because of the combination of, of the six different ways you can have uh, chromosomal combinations of uh, X and Y chromosomes, plus other chromosomes that can pop up and change how you have gender development and other development and the hormonal aspects that can affect brain development and other things like that. But again, they don't want to think about that. They want to simplify it to X, Y, and parts. And when you're only going to simplify it down to X, Y, and parts, you're looking at it at a second grade level and not a common sense, rational, real science level. I would argue that that's not the case. I would argue that there are, there are many more people where they're presented personality and their biology may have matched, but just because they're presenting a certain way, it doesn't mean that they internally they felt a certain way because we lived in a society and in some cases still live in a society where they are shamed if they, they would be shamed if they came out and said something different. Like, you know, back in the 1870s, if you're in the circus and you're the bearded woman, you're seen as the freak. You're seen to, well, you don't want to be seen as the freak. You don't want to be seen as whatever. But in other cultures, like it was embraced more thoroughly, like in Native American cultures, you could be seen as two-spirit. And that wasn't seen as something that was negative. That wasn't seen as something that was horrible. It was just something that some people were. And in those cultures, it was accepted. So maybe people in Native American cultures could have been more, more open about how they really are or because they were two-spirit. Now, some people who are not Native American will claim to be two-spirit, and that's not okay because two-spirit is, is functionally a Native American concept. So people who are not Native American who claim to be two-spirit are appropriating Native American culture, so don't do it. However, the concept still applies, you know, otherwise. So if you're, you're somebody who today would say, I'm non-binary, you might not say that 50 years ago. You might not have had the terminology to say it 50 years ago. You might not have understood how to approach it 50 years ago. You might, you might, you might, you might just say, okay, well, I want to be more like this, but I can't be because society is going to judge me like this. Or you might say, well, you know, I feel like I should be a man, but I can't be because if I, if I, if I'm, if I'm a woman and I, and I put a, if I was born a woman and people say that I'm a woman, but I really feel like I should be a man, if I come out and say that, I'm going to be shunned by my family, I'm going to be shunned by my peers, and we shunned by society. So therefore, I'm just going to pretend to be somebody who I'm not. And at some point, I'll probably end up unaliving myself because I can't deal with the reality of who I am and because society is not 
not willing to allow me to be and live my authentic self and live my authentic life. So the idea that Mr. Kirk is suggesting that we used to be 99% that way, it's not because people were 99% that way, it's because society forced that on them. But again, he can't understand that or he's choosing to not understand that. Uh, they absolutely can become something they can uh, because they already are. It's just that they can have surgeries. We've had somebody on my show, Evie Winters, several times at this point, two times at least, uh, who was born and identified on her birth certificate as a man, but she's always been a woman. Then she was able to uh, come out and live her authentic life, and she is much happier now. Um, She's openly talked about, if you go to eviewinners.com and you, and, you, and you see, she openly talks about her life and how she's dealt with things that happen in her life. She fully anticipated moving from West Virginia to Maryland. She fully anticipated that if she, that she was moving to Maryland, that she did not expect to be alive much longer after she moved to Maryland. She was expecting to move to Maryland and that was going to be the end of it. She did not expect to live much longer because she was not happy with her life. But she was eventually able to transition physically. You know, again, you don't have to transition to be somebody to be a trans woman. But she was she was able to go through the procedure. She was able to go through and get the psychological help she needed. She was able to get the the physical procedures that she needed to get done. She was able to get everything she needed to get done. And now she is living her true, authentic self, and she is much happier for it. And people like this would force them back into the closet and shame them for it. And it's a shame, and they should be shamed for shaming people for being like that, because we would have lost a treasure if she, if what happened to her would have happened. Thank you um, for the follow, even though your name isn't that great. Um, interesting. Let's continue. And nobody is giving anybody who's 17 a hysterectomy like normally, like people who might get a hysterectomy at age 17 or people who might have like cancer at age 17 and therefore need a hysterectomy. The people who are having actual physical transition surgeries in every single clinic that I've looked at, every single clinic where I've looked at and I've done the research on this require you to be over 18 and having gone through hormonal therapy for at least a year. So that means you have to be at least 19 because they won't put you on hormonal therapy for the most part until you're 18, unless there is a wild exception, unless, unless you've talked through with your doctors and your psychologists and your parents, and there is general agreement that you need the hormonal therapy prior to being 18. Usually, and not, I'm not just talking puberty blockers. I'm talking full-on hormonal therapy. And in most cases, they're not going to give you the hormonal therapy until you turn 18. So once you turn 18, you're going to start your hormonal therapy. And then once you're on hormonal therapy for at least a year, at that point, you'll be qualified to be able to get surgical transition being done. So 
I don't know where he's getting his information that 17-year-olds are getting full-on hysterectomies by choice. If there are, if there's any that happens, it's few and far between, and it's probably an exceptional condition based on either an extreme case or probably for some other reason that's not being, that he's not being honest about. No, it's not happening at any sort of rate that you're going to suggest it is happening at. No. Gender-affirming care is not just biological or actual physical changes. Gender-affirming care could just be psychological help. Gender-affirming care could be allowing somebody to wear a binder if they are a trans man and want to not have their breasts be on display for everybody. Gender-affirming care could be allowing somebody to wear clothes that they make them feel more affirmed to the gender that they are instead of the gender that was assigned to them on or assumed of them on their birth certificate. Gender-affirming care does not mean you're getting surgery at 17. Like, this is what they do. They lie about what's going on in order to make you afraid of trans folk and the activists who are trying to care for trans folk to try and pass draconian laws that make it more likely for trans folk to commit suicide because people are rejecting them for who they really are. See, and she, she's at care or surgeries because she's making it a point to let him know that care doesn't mean surgeries. And he's claiming that surgeries, I guarantee you, that the thousands of people getting care are not surgeries. If there are surgeries, there are, like, there's a clinic that, like there's the Duke Clinic that got a lot of attention on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. Um, and th that, that gender clinic does do surgeries uh, for kids that are like as uh, infants, but they're not doing trans surgeries on infants. But if like an infant or a toddler or a three-year-old or a five-year-old has some sort of thing where their genitalia is, is damaged, you, you bring that person to that so they can fix their existing genitalia so it can, it can be returned as close as possible to where it is. That doesn't mean they're doing trans surgery on five-year-olds. It means they'll do other surgeries and treat other conditions on top of trans procedures. But again, they don't want to talk about that. They don't want to deal with that because that, then they'd have to be honest about the situation that they're debating. Again, puberty blockers is not surgery. Okay, so now he's had to crawfish, as we say down here in Louisiana. He's, he's now backtracking to what he said. Thousands of people are getting surgery, so now it's backtracking to thousands of people are getting puberty blockers, which is a completely different thing. Puberty blockers can be a reasonable thing for people to take if it's determined by their doctors, by their parents, and by the child that that's the thing that needs to be done. And it should be the conservative viewpoint that it should be up to the parents and the doctors and the, and the child themselves to all have that discussion. And the conservative viewpoint should be that government should not be involved in that decision. But somehow, magically, conservatives are hypocritical on that, but hypocrisy is a conservative prerequisite.
We don't know the number because he's trying to assert something. He doesn't know the number. There may be some breast reduction surgery. I know a friend of mine. I know somebody. I met, we met in college. We're still friends. She had breast reduction surgery at, I think, 16 or 17. Why? Was it because she was a trans man? No. It was because her breasts were too large for her body and it was giving her back problems. So they made the decision for her to have a breast reduction surgery. So she wouldn't have back problems. And she was much better for it. It happens. Oh, so he admitted that she was right. So again, he's being... And yeah, we have 90 sentences on Blog Talk Radio. So if you're still listening on Blog Talk Radio, head on over to liberaldanradio.com or to twitch.tv slash liberaldanradio and watch there because we're not ending at the end of the podcast time. The scheduled podcast time will be ending when this is done probably and after I deal with some of the comments in the chat. So let's continue. Are they getting hormone replacement therapy or are they getting puberty blockers? Because you've already confused the issue of whether or not thousands of people are getting affirming care, which is surgery, which you said it's, it, you started off with saying a gender affirming care was surgery. Now you're saying gender affirming care, surgery or gender affirming care. Now you're saying gender affirming care could be um, puberty blockers or hormones. Now you're confusing whether or not is it, is it, is it puberty blockers or is it hormone therapy? Which is it? He's, he's, he, there was the, the tactic of conservatives on this issue is to muddy the water so you can't have an honest debate. This is why people like Charlie Kirk are dangerous. This is why I do reaction videos to this sort of thing, because they want to muddy the water. If you want to have an honest discussion about this, I'm all for having an honest discussion about this. But this is not an honest discussion by Mr. Kirk, because Mr. Kirk wants to muddy the water so you can't have a real debate about this. And this is why when you have such situations, you do need to have, you know, agreement with everybody involved, including the person, including the parents, including the doctors, including psychologists, and everybody has to come to an agreement that this is the best decision for the person, for the patient at this time. Is it possible that somebody at some point later or down the line might say, I regret it? Maybe. Is it possible that this person was manipulated by some extremist conservative whack job into thinking that into, and shamed this person into thinking that what they did as a kid was wrong and that's why they regret it? Maybe. It's highly likely, in my opinion. Now, I'm not saying it's actually happened, but it's highly likely that a lot of these people who are so-called detransitioners are people who have gotten latched onto by these rabid right-wing evangelical conservative types who ha are using them to and convince them and guilted them into thinking that they did something wrong and, and are now using them in their attempts to shame other people. I wonder how many of these people who are detransitioners became uh, upset about the fact that they were transitioned organically by themselves with nobody else having any say or any, any influence on that decision. My guess would be that it would probably be a small number. But again, 
I could be wrong. This is just my opinion. And remember, this all started off with what is feminism? This all started off as a, as a discussion as what is feminism and, 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 and whether or not Mr. Kirk agrees with feminism or not. And it became all about trans things because the trans conversation, because he couldn't have a conversation about feminism. So we needed to pivot the conversation into an anti-trans conversation. And again, and, and, and he started the conversation about, quote, what is the woman disingenuously because their, their definition of what is feminism did not include the word woman. Their definition of feminism, again, said all genders being equal. So his question, again, of what is a woman is a disingenuous question meant to distract because they did not give the definition of feminism that he wanted to enable him to attack their definition. So he had to erect a straw man argument of feminism to attack that and then pivot into other topics so that they could you know, not have a real legitimate discussion on the issue. Let's continue. To what we call a doctor. And I guarantee you that the only people who, who, who are doing that without notifying the parents are the people who probably have abusive parents who they're afraid that, you know, they, they maybe came out to their parents and the parents like beat them or something. Like these are, again, the exceptions. They're, they're, they're going to latch onto these exceptions as to why it's terrible, but not understand that the people that are getting these done are also exceptions. That's a separate issue. I don't want to talk about that issue because it harms my argument. Uh, let's pass through the silly super chat. I question that. Um, but the, the self-harm or the self-unaliving or whatever, right, of, 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 of kids that don't get treated, for every person who, who is a child who is trans, for every person that accepts that person for who that person is, the unaliving rate, the self-unaliving rate drops by 50%. So... I'm sure he's not going to pay any attention to that study because that study is just as important to look at, but he's not going to pay attention to that study whatsoever. Three girls, three girls. Who is the woman in the background with the helmet? Uh, a regular on the show. And I haven't watched the whatever podcast enough to really know exactly who she is other than 
she's there regularly and she regularly wears the helmet and often she doesn't say anything. Sometimes she does, often she doesn't, at least from the clips that I've seen. So that's the best I can tell you right, right, right about now. So anyway, let's continue. I'm not going to throw out a lot of studies now because if I did, that would help disprove my point. That's what he's saying. Okay, finding out that something is contaminated is a different is different than fi than understanding that some medicine might have harm. <clears throat> like you can have you can have a medicine that actually might have adverse side effects and have it still be acceptable to be sold. But there's a difference. He's confusing medicines and treatments with adverse side effects and medicines that have, that are tainted. There's a huge difference there and he's confusing the two. He's, he's, he's purposely, I think, confusing the two because he's muddying the water. I wonder if one of the, I'm sure the, the one in the middle on the right side is, might very well make that point, I'm going to assume, but we'll see. <laughs> I don't want to get too easy because if I actually show, if I actually looked at the numbers, it'd probably be that the, the that that the person sitting across from me was correct, and that I'm just making up numbers out of my ass. But maybe we'll look into that at the end of this video. Remind me in the chat, monoclonal antibodies, New York City. No, again, if there's adverse events because of like tainted supplies, yes, you pull the drug. There's adverse effects because that are known that are accepted, you still don't pull the supply. You just understand that there might be there might be adverse effects and you deal with the risks as they come and you understand that, okay, well, maybe you don't have, maybe certain people can't take the medicine or can't take the shot or can't take whatever because certain people can't take those shots or can't take that medicine for certain reasons. It doesn't mean you pull it because known adverse reactions and, and, un, un, and then tainted medicine is two different things but he doesn't get that. The reason they might have depression, trauma, and anxiety is because they are not being treated as the person that they are. That's the thing. They might have those issues, like a friend of mine was dealing with those issues because of an untreated, un because she was not allowed to be the person who she wanted to be because of where she lived. Once she was able to live her true authentic self, all, many of those issues went away. We also have horrible, we also have horrible, you know, mental health in this country, which they don't want to do anything about either because it, once you improve, meta, 
mental health care in this country. That's socialism. And if you start trying to push for uh, better access to health care and especially mental health care in this country, it's socialism. And and then, you know, these type of folks, these alpha red pill wannabe types, you know, you don't want to, you know, admit that you're weak and go to therapy. Right. Because that's that's a horrible thing, too. Right. What? What? Yes. Men can get pregnant. Because men, because trans men can get pregnant and trans men are men. And we're just skipping this commercial right now. But yes, trans men can get pregnant and trans men are men. So men absolutely can get pregnant, yes. What? $200, that's crazy. And that's another thing. They'd want to confuse sexual orientation with gender or, or their sex. They confuse it. You can be a trans woman and still be a lesbian. You could, you could like women and still, and still be a trans woman. You don't have to stop liking women. If you're a trans, you can feel like you're a woman and, and identify as a woman and still continue liking women. They, they don't understand that fact either. It's too, it's too complex for, for the, as Donald Trump said, the poorly educated that he loved after the Nevada 2016 primary. They can't understand or grasp that concept. Yes. Trans men can get pregnant. No, but there are plenty of young men who understand that this is the case. That Now, I'm sure the people who listen or watch the whatever podcast and who are fans of Charlie Kirk are, are saying, I left the left because of all this stuff. But there are plenty of people who pay no attention to these fools. There are a lot of people who, who, who don't like Charlie Kirk, who are not going to be part of the Charlie Kirk polls or whatever polling data that he gets, who are going to be like, I agree with the idea that trans men are men, and as such, trans men, as, as, as such, men can get pregnant because trans men are men. Simple as that. It's not at war with you. It's, it's, a, it's a true statement because you are... You said gender is, he said earlier that gender is a construct. So therefore, if gender is a construct, then then not real. What's What's the difference? Right. A lot of women can't get pregnant either. Yeah, the, the ability to get pregnant does not make one a woman because there are plenty of women that can't get pregnant. Kirk mentioned chromosomes at first before he mentioned parts. But Kirk brought up chromosomes too. Why didn't you bring it up to Charlie Kirk? He only brought up chromosomes when she brought it up. He didn't bring it up when Charlie Kirk brought up chromosomes. Hypocrite. 
This week's hypocrite of the week is Brian from the Whatever Podcast. And what if you're an intersex person? What then? A lot of times intersex people had their choice made for them, which, you know, not fair. That is a very, very, very interesting point. Like, I mean, that's almost a mic drop thing. If these people will use the term less manly and more manly, more womanly, less womanly, but yet insist that gender is a binary. Wow. I mean, I mean, that's just, let's clip that on, t- on Twitch because holy crap, that's just... <clears throat> Mic drop. I mean, I don't agree with the idea of something being more manly or less manly, but for the people who would use those terms, they're going to say that things are less manly or more manly, yet they're going to insist that gender is a binary. That is a, that is a major amazing point. I mean, she just owned them. Yes, and trans women have brains that are more similarly wired to cis women than they are to... to... Trans women have brains that are more similarly wired to cis women than they are to cis men. Because trans women are women. You just lost another point there, Mr. Kirk. And they're actually, the, the, the women there are actually wrong. As far as I'm aware, I'm, I'm, as far as I'm aware, you actually can notice a difference. There are differences in brain scans because the trans women brain is closer to the cis woman brain than it is to the cis male brain. Jeff, what is this? This is, this is a scientific term that's the opposite of trans. That's all it means. And alligators are ornery, ornery because of an enlarged medulla oblongata. I'm a doctor. <laughs> yes, that's a horrible person. So, which just goes to show you can't force somebody to be something that they're not. 
which also applies to trans people. You can't force them to be something that they're not. So if somebody says that they're a trans woman because they're a woman, but even though they were born a man, they're telling you that they're a woman, so you believe them. You're not making the points that you think that you're making there, Mr. Charlie Kirk, sir. Oh, I'm sorry, it's a funny one. <laughs> that is totally not true. I have replayed conversations in my head many, 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 many times. Don't project your toxic masculinity on me, sir. I have done that many, many, many times. And I am not a trans woman. I am a, I'm a dude. And I have absolutely replayed conversations in my head many, many times. So shut up. Daily news. Is this what your show has come to? I do. I, I often do reaction videos to uh, the whatever and uh, the Fresh and Fit podcasts towards the end of the show uh, as a unraveling toxic masculinity uh, segment on my podcasts and make it into videos uh, to upload. Where, where have you been? Of course not. I don't think about things. I just think about sex and sports because I'm an alpha male and that's what I do. No, you, you, because you don't have self-reflection. That's, that's the problem. You're probably because you're a conservative and you lack empathy. Nope, you are so wrong. I'm to guarantee you that I will, you will, I will probably have many, many, many people who are guys who will agree with me that they've had, that they've replayed conversations that they've had in their head, that they've absolutely have done that before. Just because you haven't done it, it doesn't mean that it is. You probably have done it. I, I would guarantee that Charlie Kirk has done this and, and won't admit it because he thinks it's a feminine trait and it'll be, he thinks he'll be attacked if he admits that he ever did it. Benny Loco, if men were logical, they wouldn't let their penis dictate their life. One for Benny. Um, you're wrong because again, I have those thoughts. It's probably about empathy and caring about what other people think about, you know, generally speaking, like if you have empathy for other people, you probably are more likely to think about what other people think about you. You're probably more likely to replay those things in your head and replay how might I have had that conversation differently. If you don't care about how other your interactions with other people, yeah, you're not going to replay conversations in your head. If you care about your interactions with other people, yes, you're going to you, – if you care about that, yes, you might replay the conversation in your head. You might think, how might I have said that thing differently? I had a conversation with somebody who's part of this podcast, and I, and I replayed the conversation in my head, and I was like, yes, I could have done that much differently. And then I apologized for the person for, for not having the conversation as, as I should have. Because you, you can self-reflect. You're wrong. He, he, thank you, Brian, from the Whatever Podcast for proving my point for me. Jesus. Again, again, this goes to my whole splatter graph, splatter, whatever you want to call it, thing, where gender, you have the man spot and the woman spot, and where people fall is not exactly on those spots. It's all over the place. So 
if this is the man, this is if this is the man's spot or whatever. And so the more tests, maybe Charlie Kirk is somewhere over here. Maybe he's pretending he's over here. I don't know, but maybe Brian is is more closer to here, and maybe so maybe he's more likely to be self. And maybe I'm a little on this side of the dot. Maybe I'm more self-reflective, or whatever. I don't know. But that's the thing, because there's no there's no just two gender thing. It's 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 an infinite amount of combinations of chromosomes of, of 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 the six possible plus chromosome combinations of the of the sex chromosomes there's the other possible you know variations that you might have on your chromosome chromosomal structures plus there's the different hormone levels that might affect how you develop etc so that's all going to depend where you're going to point show up on that graph which is going to affect how you think about things and how you go about your daily life so when somebody like charlie kirk says he never thinks about previous conversations before that shows me that he has zero empathy probably as well when brian from the whatever podcast says that he might do it sometimes maybe brian from the whatever podcast has a little more empathy than charlie kirk but maybe not as much as some other people let's continue there are plenty of good nurses who are dudes there are plenty of bad nurses that are women i mean like does that mean that maybe that means that but there's also the fact that we probably shoved women into nursing fields because there are women who were interested in medicine but we told women well you can't be doctors so nursing is where you go but that's a whole nother conversation if we, if we actually left this at feminism where this whole thing started at Maybe we could have been there, but no, now he, he had to pivot it to brain chemistry because he couldn't handle the conversation on feminism. You don't. I still think about a thing that I, a thing that I miscopied and pasted into a chat from like 20 years ago that embarrassed the hell out of me. Like, like there are things that I think about that all the time that have nothing to do with, I mean, yeah, sometimes I think about sports. Yes. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I think about gaming. Sometimes I think about all this. Other stuff. Sometimes I remember there were times in high school where I sit down and plot out like, you know, how I would play this certain game and the lists that I would build out for this certain game that I would play. And cause you know, I'm a nerd, but like there was also times I would, I would reflect on, well, I remember having a thought, I would sat there one night thinking about, what will I say if this person asks me this question? Like if I, there's a girl that I'm interested in, uh, she might ask me this question. What am I going to say if she asked me this question? Like, I don't think he ever, I don't think Charlie Kirk has ever had that thought in his life. Turns out she asked me the question and I answered it perfectly, but that's a whole nother book again, because I worry about things like that. And, he does it because I have empathy and I think about other people and care about other people. And he only cares about himself in my opinion.
but you you went into like Native American villages way back in the day. They had a term for two, for two spirit. They knew how to deal with individuals who were two spirit because they understood it. They, they understood the concept. And I might argue that perhaps you might be able to go into villages like that. And maybe they do have a term and he's just lying or he's just uninformed. And maybe they do understand the concept or maybe they do have a concept for such a thing for, for folks who don't fit on the binary spectrum or what have you, or maybe they don't, maybe they have old standard, but just because you, you don't have a thing to deal with it, just because you don't have a way to, to deal with a particular concept, it doesn't mean the concept is invalid. And that's what conservatives just don't seem to be able to get. We didn't have a way to deal with the concept of you know, somebody who was non-binary in the 1850s. That doesn't mean that such people didn't exist in the 1850s. It just, we didn't have the understanding to, of how those people, that those people might exist, that we should be treating them, those people in a way that is, you know, in a more humane way. We were just like, men, women, done. And that's it. And we, we wouldn't hear of anything else. I mean, some people, Chris Hermaphrodites are intersex folks. So some people may have dealt with, you know, those types of people in that type of development. But still, people who might might still show as being, you know, of, of, of part-wise of one particular gender or another, but who might feel as if they were a different one, you know, those people were shoved into closets. Those people were not, we, we, didn't, we didn't have ways to handle it other than shoving those people in the closets or treating those people as freaks. And that's what Mr. Kirk would continue to do. He would continue to treat people as, those, as freaks instead of treating them with compassion and empathy. Because again, no empathy. Let's continue. Because as they'll often say, this is the thing, conservatives will often say that Western culture is superior in many different ways. Maybe that's one example where Western culture is superior, that we, we, we've understood these things. We've, we've grasped these concepts of, of that, there are, that there are differences. They don't want they, they to they, they they take the things they don't understand with Western culture. There are certain things that are good about Western culture. There are certain things that are bad with Western culture. But Western culture has understood the concepts of, hey, we get science. We have more sophisticated science now and understand that development is not just simple boy-girl. <laughs> we're, we're more complicated than that. But they don't want to uh, accept that we're more complicated than that because they can't handle it. I think there may be intersections between people, but there's, they also don't understand autism because these are the same type of people that say vaccines cause autism and they don't understand causation and correlation. Because, you know, oh, we have more people with autism now. No, we, are, we have included more, more conditions as being part of the autism spectrum and we are, have become better at detecting as to whether or not people are part are under the umbrella of the autism spectrum. And as such, we are now able to label more people as being part of the autism spectrum. That doesn't have anything to do with whether or not somebody is trans or not. So yes, you may have people who are trans who are also under the umbrella, who might have a diagnosis that puts them underneath the umbrella of the autism spectrum, 
that doesn't mean we're confusing or conflating the two. You're just trying to muddy the water again. Daily News. One of my conservative listeners, Charlie Kirk, is in over his head. He is clueless. He needs to stay in his lane. Thank you. I'm still impressed with the fact that the Whatever podcast has this dual camera thing going now because I don't remember ever seeing that before. So kudos to them at least for doing this dual, dual camera thing. It's, it's an improvement on on the way of them doing things. So kudos on that. And, you know, shout out to the 80s cups too. <laughs> Thank you for bringing up Native Americans as I've already talked about but yes good i'm glad that somebody in that room brought up native americans for two spear i'm sure there are other cultures as well native americans was the one that i am mostly familiar with i'm sure there are other cultures as well that do understand concepts beyond the standard male female binary but yeah I can explain. I can explain that at length. I don't think it's fruitful. He doesn't think it's fruitful because it ruins his argument. It just blows apart his argument because she's already blown apart his argument before with the comment about more manly, less manly, more feminine, less feminine. She's already blown apart the argument there about the gender binary. You can't believe in a gender binary and then say things are more manly or less manly. She's already she's blowing it again. She's blowing apart the argument again. I should say with the bringing up of the other cultures who do understand that there are things beyond the traditional binary when it, gender binary like native americans with two spirit he doesn't want to accept it or acknowledge it or bring it up he doesn't think it'll be fruitful because if he accepts it and brings it up he it then blows his argument to shreds and he doesn't want to have his argument blown to shreds because then he's made to look like a fool um which is part of the course Okay, you're dealing with powerful that's very underestimated, i.e. the human brain. And he even himself said earlier that we don't understand the majority of the human brain. So maybe, just maybe, Charlie Kirk, if we don't understand the majority of the human brain, maybe we don't understand the fact that it's very well possible that there are people who do believe and understand themselves to be different than the gender in which they were labeled on their birth certificate and maybe it's absolutely valid you just don't understand why that's the case and as such you can't accept it because you can't put your finger around it because we as a society don't understand as you've said fully how the human brain works but you're completely rejecting out of hand that people can exist and, and i said as, as i've said before on the podcast people who are transgender are the minority they are the exception most people are not trans most people match the gender that they were assigned at birth simple as that vast majority of people match the gender assigned at birth it's that simple some people don't and they are valid as well 
Sometimes I talk about some of column A, and sometimes I talk about column B. I'm in the mood to help you, dude. You ain't never had a friend like me. What I want. Sorry. Sometimes I just break in the song. And again, this is a vast overgeneralization. Maybe the reason, again, that men and women are, are so-called better at things is because we as a society have pushed men and women into those directions. There are women who excel in STEM. There are men who excel in fields that are not STEM. Why is that? Because once we stop pushing people into those traditional roles, we start realizing that, oh, maybe we were wrong about all that. Just saying. Because it's not widely, it's wild, it's not, it's not widely controversial. It, it, it's the fact that we've, it, it's, it's you're, you're confusing as to why that happens. We've pushed women to want to. We, we've pushed women into certain careers. We've pushed women away from certain careers. We've pushed men into certain careers. We've pushed men away from certain careers societally if we didn't push people in away from or towards certain careers we'd probably see much different results or i would at least argue that if 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 he was true if it was absolutely correct that he was true we wouldn't be able to know it because we're biasing the samples by doing that pushing the only way we could absolutely know for a fact that this statement was true is if we didn't do any of that pushing but we do we do push women away from certain fields we do push men towards certain fields we do that because we do that we can't know for certain that this statement is true or not because we're skewing the samples marie helmet lady of security absolutely i mean do you want to get poked by that thing on the top of her head i mean she bends over and rushes you you gonna die What was that question? I think I missed it. Uh, maybe because they are holding on to antiquated views. I mean, there are women who perform very well at chess, probably because we've driven women away from these I mean, there was a whole movie about that, about a about a talented woman woman uh, chess player that was on, I think, Netflix, wasn't it? Again, or maybe it was a series. I don't know. But again, it's it's we are taking as fact things that are that have been skewed by societal biases that have pushed men to certain areas and women away from certain areas. We've We've, we've not pushed women into wanting to like play chess. So if, if women are not wanting to play, you're not getting going to get 
as many possible good chess players out of the women because we've driven women away from wanting to play chess. If, if since the inception of chess, we would have welcomed everybody into playing chess, you probably would see just as many chess grandmasters that are women as men. Why? Because we wouldn't have taken the skewed the samples. Then I'll die on that hill. And this is why I would posit that even if I got big enough to be on the radar of like the whatever podcast or on, on the Fresh and Fit podcast, they'd never have me on because I would just blow their arguments to shreds. Thank you. Thank you, Putin. Yes, The Queen's Gambit was the movie. Thank you for, for, reminding, for, for reminding me of the name. I even saw a clip from it the other day on, on some video. I think I was on YouTube. I, I happened to get some chess chess came across my feed for some reason they decided to put chess now none of said chess i'm going to get more chess so there you go but yes queen's gambit was 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 the movie this is this should this should be good all he's admitting that he doesn't have empathy but like, just because you lack empathy, it doesn't mean that's a, that's a that's something that men lack. We should be encouraging more men to have empathy. Like, I would like to think that I have empathy for my kids. Like, I'm fairly certain I do. Like, I'm fairly certain that me and my kid that 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 me and my wife have very similar level levels of empathy for the kids. Like, it's absurd to suggest otherwise. Yeah, he has none of it. Absolutely. He has no empathy. That doesn't but he's projecting his failures on others. Well, his wife's intuition may very be, may very well be better than his intuition. That doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's intuition is bad, but um I will absolutely challenge him that his wife on his wife's ability to pick relationships correctly his wife is probably very bad at picking relationships and i will use him as the prime example let's continue well i mean you are a sex worker which is you know again no judgment they judge you they judged you harshly on the show. I don't understand why. I don't know if this show is. I'm, I'm assuming that because the, of the of the two window thing that this is after her last appearance on the show. I am shook that she would come back on the show after the way that they treated her on the previous show, because they were absolutely shaming her for her career. They were absolutely shaming her for her career choices, for her choices of partner in her career. I mean horrible maybe she, maybe she thinks it's good for her you know she's going to be good for her only fans or whatever and that's fine if that's if that's her decision but i'm shocked she came back on but yes sexual sex and sexuality is is a very important thing in her career because for those who might have popped in like she is an only fans person and they there was another episode that we've reacted to where they were horrific to her when it came to like and racist to her with her choice of sexual partner uh, when she came to the video that she did. 
I mean, that's that's traditional gender roles, but I mean, that's just because that's traditional doesn't mean that's a good thing. But that's because that's we've as a society we've driven people to be that way. If we if if we didn't do that as a society, and and we would perhaps see it as more equal footing for everybody. Just saying. And if we lived in a society where women would get equal pay for equal work, if we lived in a society where women had the same opportunities as men in all aspects of the field, and we didn't push women away from certain careers, we didn't push men away from certain careers, we didn't push women towards certain fields, we didn't push men towards certain fields, if we, if we had everything being uh, on equal playing ground, and, and if you had a situation where you had the, the, the woman in, the, in, in a heteronormative type relationship going and being the breadwinner and the man staying home, with the child, you, you might have a situation where the man picks up those roles and adapts accordingly and is the intuitive and the caretaker because the man at that point would have spent more time with the child and would understand what the child needs because you would have spent more time with the child understanding, you know, subtle hints and subtle cues. Oh, the child is doing this X, Y, and Z. Therefore, I understand this is what the child needs and this is what the child is saying, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So no, it, it's because we've, we've, perpetuated these archaic gender roles we've perpetuated these archaic things as to what men can do what women can do what men can't do women can't do we've perpetuated things as to why we've maintained this thing as a society even into 2024 so again as i said if, if the roles were reversed uh, if the man was there and the woman was at work, the men would the man would be able to know how to deal with the things when the woman wasn't there, because that's just how it is. I'll I'll fully support her. You know, again, I fully support her career is what she's used to do. I'm disagreeing with her here, because she's she's not just because she's supporting what Mr. Kirk is saying, but because she's she's. I mean, if if she wants to choose, like there 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 are there are. There are people like within, as, as I'm aware, like, you know, you know, who, who choose to be trad wife, like they choose the trad wife role, even who are progressive types who they, 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 they but it's their choice. If it's your choice to be like a stay at home mom and have the person go work, have the husband go work, that's fine. If you want to choose that, but it should be a choice. It should not be something that society forces on the people, but if it's the choice of a couple for that to have like, if if the woman is a successful businesswoman and and the man's going to stay home and take care of the kids, that should also be a choice, and it should not be something that shamed the society. It should not be something that other people judge the man for doing either, because if that's the correct choice for the family, what the family is doing, by all means, that's what should be done. So, Chris, that's a nice fairy tale. I mean, I don't think it's a fairy tale. I just think it's 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 the ideal, and I think we should always strive for the ideal. And that's that's what I try and do. And that's that and in order to get that ideal, we have to break down the the toxic ideals of society uh, that perpetuate and stop those things from happening, which is why I do these unraveling toxic masculinity videos, because at the end of the day, it's toxic masculinity that perpetuates things like the patriarchy that perpetuates things like the man's role to do this, and the women's roles to do that. 
or what have you, or that women can only do certain things and men can do certain things. And even women can internalize uh, that toxic masculinity and perpetuate it. It's internalized misogyny. And I, I think that she's doing that as well right now, that she's internalizing some of that misogyny and, and embracing it. And it's fortunate that, that some people do that. But that was so beautiful, Molly. Thank you, Molly. But that is the end of that's the end of that video. That's where that video ended. It's kind of a weird place for that video to end. But anyway, um, again, this is another one of the examples, one of one of the videos of uh, uh, unraveling toxic masculinity. And it, it did go kind of long, like full on an hour and a half. And I, I am going to just probably post that whole thing uh, up to YouTube after the show. So it'll probably be live tomorrow. So um, what do you think? Agree? Disagree with the video? Make sure to leave your comments below. Remember to like and subscribe to the channel. Thank you very much and have a good day. And that is that is the end of that video. And I'm probably going to go ahead and end the show now too. Um, but let's 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 deal with some of the chat first before we go. Charlie Kirk is a jerk. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Hey Dan, don't give these fuckers a platform. I agree with a lot of the folks here. The truth matters. Um, the thing is, is just the fact that you know. I do end up getting, you know, some good hits, some good traffic on on those types of videos. So, you know, it, it is good. It is good for the channel, and I think sometimes it's it's good to to to, to fight those things because you know, with that video out there, without contradiction, the video stays out there without contradiction, and then that's the end of it. So, I think it's important to be out there and contradicting the videos to be out there and responding to these videos. So that, that's my point with it. Um, Chris, I used to come home from work to a kid with a dried crappy diaper, leave dad in charge. I mean, I'm sorry that that happened to you. I mean, that, that, that's your, that's, that's, and that's, that's, that's bad that it happened to you. Um, I was more than happy to be the one that changed the diaper. I often changed, I changed the diaper when I was home frequently and I would not let my kid's diaper, uh, sit and, and go because I would not want my kids to have anything like a rash happen or anything that that bad happened to them. I, I would often take care of them, give them baths, give them, you know, take care of their, their needs, take them to the doctors as needed, et cetera. Um, I couldn't like my, I, if, if I needed to today, I would have been the one to take, uh, my youngest to the doctor, but I had a meeting, uh, that I had to deal with. So my wife took him to the doctor, but cause we share responsibilities for the kids. And that's, that's just, this is the way we roll. And you know, I'm very sorry that, um, that you have had experiences that, that didn't go along with that, uh, Chris, and it sucks. It honestly sucks that that you had a situation where where uh, the individual did not uh, do his fair share um, when it came to taking care of the kids, um, and and that that's another thing that I think I think we hope to do when we unravel toxic masculinity because there are a lot of men who don't think it's their job to change a poopy diaper, to change a pee diaper to risk getting peed on while changing a diaper. 
There's a lot of men who don't think that that's their job as a dude, but that needs to change, literally. And I had no problem doing it. I had no problem, you know, you know when, when it came time, you know, me and my wife put the crib together, together. Me and my wife did things, you know, everything together. We, you know, when it came time to, to, for feeding, you know, if it was a bottle, you know, we, we fed, you know, sometimes she would feed the bottle. Sometimes I would feed the kid the bottle. Sometimes I would change the diaper. Sometimes she would change the diaper. It just really depends on who could at the time. Sometimes I would wake up. Sometimes she would wake up. It's, it's about having a true partnership in, in a relationship and too many, too many people reject the idea of having a true partnership in a relationship. And um, because we have patriarchal standards in this society that say men don't do this, men don't do that. Well, fuck that. Men should take every part in raising a child as they should, because it's, I'm not going to say it's rewarding to change a crappy diaper, but it's rewarding to take care of your kid. You'll, you know, if, if you don't want to take, take care of your kid, then I don't understand why you're even trying to have a family to begin with. Now, taking care of your kid is not just about paying bills. Taking care of your kid is showing emotion, showing feelings, showing caring, showing everything like that. And, you know, and I, I never, I always, I, even when I was a kid, I always wanted to be there. I, I imagined my, I imagined myself when I was young kid. Um, damn, I went so long that, that it actually ended the, ended the episode without me getting actually to play, actually getting to play the show end. That's crazy. Um, I, you know, I, I imagined myself like, you know, carrying my kid around on my, on my shoulders. I imagine, you know, spending, you know, good quality time with my kids. I, I was upset one day when I was, there was, there was, it was, I had planned it so that when I was working at a previous job, I had, they had alternate schedules in the summer and like, or we could work 10, 10 hours a day, every other week, Monday through Thursday and have off that Friday. And I was planning, my kid was going to be going to school that next week. So I was planning on spending the whole day with him that Friday because my wife was working and it was just going to be me and him that whole day. And then I had something with work pop up and I had to work that entire weekend and I had to miss that day off with him. And I was upset that I didn't get to spend the day with my kid that I wanted to spend the day with my kid. And it upset me. And I was mad at work because it was, you know, I was being forced to work, you know, above and beyond. And I never even got the, I never even got the, 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 the ability to even take off the Monday, the next Monday to be able to, you know, deal with that. I was told if I wanted to take off Monday, I would have had to take a sick day. That's, that's one of the times when I was like, this, this job sucks. So Nick Rich, if you can't explain your position to a six-year-old, you don't understand it. So, although I would say that at some point that's true, but then again, I don't understand. I don't know if a six-year-old would understand a relativistic time dilation as I discussed during that video too. Uh, so some, some, some things a six-year-old might not be able to understand. Um, some things are more complex than a six-year-old. So um, Benny Loco, if a men, men can't change a diaper, then they should keep it in their pants. Amen, Benny Loco. Uh, Chris, now he wonders why our kids hate him. Exactly. Um, and, you know, I, I'm fully believe, you know, my, 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 
my oldest kid, my youngest kid isn't very huggy and it's a little weird, but my oldest kid like always loves to come and give me hugs and whatever. And he's a very lovey, lovey kid, very lovey dovey. And, and, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's not just to, to his, his mom, it's to me too, because probably because I always showed him, you know, care and affection and just sat there and watched videos with him and just, you know, just always wanted to spend time with him. And I don't know. I just don't understand the mindset of guys that don't want to be like that. It's just, it's foreign to me. It's absolutely foreign to me. I'm ending soon anyways. I'm ending soon anyway. Hey, Deborah, how's it going? Tune in late, enjoying your perspective, sharing beliefs. Going to watch the replay tomorrow. Thank you for voicing. Oh, I appreciate you. Um, I am going to go ahead and end the show soon. Unfortunately, I, uh, I am not going to be able to play my outro, my normal outro. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and say, uh, do the normal and then play the play the out, regular outro music. This is the end of today's episode of Liberal Band Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Uh, I will be um, doing nerdydan.com again on Tuesday as my normal Tuesday stream. Uh, Twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com as well. If you want to join tomorrow, you can do that. Um, otherwise, uh, I will be back um, Wednesday, same time, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, for more talk from the left, that's right. So remember, please remember to tune in. Remember to go like videos, comment on videos, share videos with your friends, etc. Um, I appreciate again all the help and support that y'all have given me. Uh, if you want to grab that first badge over on Twitch, there's still time to do so. Twitch.tv/LiberalDanRadio. If you wanna, if you wanna grab that first button, you can subscribe for free with Amazon Prime. It doesn't cost you a dime, as Hal says. Um, other than that. Thank you very much, and it's after midnight now, so have a good day. Bye.
reason I wanted to do one of these uh, reactions with this particular one is because not only is it the whatever podcast. Huh. 